The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. That's Monday, April 16th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, of course, we'll do that. We will talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So, Take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check out our website. Follow me on Twitter at RealGem. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. We'll look at it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031 on the phones. Long distance toll free one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one for those of you in the metro four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo's here. She has news yes, in a couple of minutes. Sir. Uh, Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo at about four o'clock, maybe a couple of minutes after that bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to win that you matter business card that would guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life. Remember, if you lose, bad luck for 24 hours. We'll have Jack's audio file, Monday movie review today, as far as we know. Regular round of closest to the pin. We'll move that around depending on whether the boys show up for Monday movie review. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, will be coming in at 6. God only knows what we'll be talking about with him. <laughs> then we'll find some drive. Well, I already have the drive home music for you, no, but we'll uh, have that uh, for you at about 6.40. I think you. And then uh, PPT at the end of the program. I think what? I think we may have a bet to settle. Oh, boy. Whenever, oh, we got a couple of them. Whenever oh you're ready. Uh, I think there was a bet that the Missouri governor would be out yeah. by noon today. I owe you a dollar on that one. And I think Jim owes <laughs> Pinkman a dollar. Yes, do. you do owe him a dollar else? on that. I don't know, limit a couple of these. What? <laughs> yeah, you know. No, care. it happens. You know, you got excited about it on Friday. Yeah. Remember, yeah. What else? What else? I don't know. I think that's it. That's it. I think of the Missouri governor. Yeah, that's one. All right. Mm. So I owe you a buck. Yes. On that. All right. Things are coming up me. I'm telling you. Coming up roses there, yeah. So we got all that stuff going. A lot of things to talk about. Everything from uh, the James Comey interview on ABC last night. His book comes out tomorrow. The 60 Minutes piece on Allegiant Airlines. Um, The Starbucks story, of course, uh, we can talk about. And uh, Arlie Ermey died. Arlie Ermey. Mm -hmm. Arlie Mm -hmm. Ermey. R period Lee Ermey. Correct. R. Lee Ermey, oh, I who like played Arm. the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket, an Four iconic. Points. Oh, scene, yes, yeah, certainly. No, there's no, there's no, no, no yeah. question about that role. You and, have his uh, 
voice on your board. I used there. to. I don't have it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, it was removed. Ah, son of a gun. It's <clears throat> we like he was. We were checking the oh, audio today. And it's, yeah, bad. You can't. <laughs> no, we certainly can't. Uh, reminds me of the, <laughs> certainly what uh, in that movie, the first half of the movie, of course, is the Marine Corps uh, boot camp and the drill sergeants uh, during the Vietnam War. And uh, reminded me a little bit about military school. Not quite as rough as that, but uh, anyway. But, uh, yeah, that was an iconic role that people, and it was in other things, too. He was yeah. in that movie with Nicolas Cage leaving Las Vegas for about 30 seconds. Points. I think he had uh, recurring roles on Scrubs. True. And uh, some other things here and there. But anyway. And then he had a show Why on. Jelly donut? Sir, yes, sir. How did it get here? Sir, I took it from the mess hall, sir. Is Chow allowed in the barracks, private pile? Sir, no, sir. Are you allowed to eat jelly donuts, private pile? Sir, no, sir. And why not, private pile? Sir, because I'm too heavy, sir. Because you are a disgusting fat body, private pile. Oh. Sir, yes, sir. Then why did you hide a jelly donut in your footlocker, private pile? Sir, because I was hungry, sir. Because you were hungry. That's Arlie Henry oh. playing the drill sergeant in the movie Full Metal Jacket. Whew. Yeah, can you imagine? Oh, is somebody that, yelling that, at you like that all that the time? That was tame. Yell at him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Do you true think, and I, I, I listened to that earlier, do you think boot camp is still like that? Like the in-your-face, break you down, just say the, yeah, they the make worst you possible things to you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, so, I don't know to that extent. Uh, I, I guess I'm wondering hand, how far hands on. No political correctness in the world. Ha, I wonder how far it has. You know. Uh, well, I think they. Oh, I think oh, they yeah. figured there are better ways of. There might be better ways of of training Marines than than Screaming the past face. days at Paris Island. But I would imagine there's cert, still a certain amount of dressing down. You you are going to respond to the commands. You are going to respond to the orders. You have to. You have to take these individuals apart to turn them into something else. The whole idea about, you know, becoming a Marine is to become the, you know, a, a, a killer. Tough guy. Yeah. Well, I, I know a couple of people. Not, went, so not just a tough guy, but a killer. You, you got to, yeah. you, you came in one way and you're going to go out a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, give us 60, 90 days, whatever boot camp is. Cause on some of the training, like that seer training where, I mean, they, they will use your background info to really mess with you psychologically. Right. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine the Marine Corps still has, from time to time, some problems with uh, with training of Abuse uh, recruits. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just, I mean, just you know, screw ups at drill drill camp, and uh, right. there was a case not too long ago where one of the recruits was, you know, committed suicide. There's a big, oh, you know, it was essentially because of abuse that uh, he received. Probably never should have been in the Marine Corps in the first place, but we don't need to get into that right now. We got the Comey interview we can talk about. I saw that. Yeah. Another big fan of James Comey. I'm a bigger fan of him than I am the, the current occupant of the White House. Uh-huh. But I think James Comey, you know, this is a battle. It was a great column by Charles Blow in the New York Times today. Uh, essentially. They're both. Well, they're both, both egomaniacs. Yeah. Everybody says they both of them have gigantic egos, mm. and it's one ego against the other. And to a certain degree, it might be who's the person you 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 like the least. Uh, I think I think Comey has a certain moral foundation that the uh, president does not have. But I think 
I think Comey really screwed up as the director of the then director of the FBI by involving himself essentially in making decisions about investigations related to politics. And I think that was a boneheaded move on his part. Is that the only reason that Donald Trump was elected? No, but I think it might have had a part. You know, 10 days before the election, you're announcing to the world that you're reopening an investigation into Hillary Clinton. Of course, that had a part. How much? I don't know. We'll leave that to the political scientists of the future. 60 minutes last night, Allegiant Airlines. You see that story? I'm not getting on one of those planes anytime soon. I am not. (laughs) I have two sisters who fly it because it's convenient airport-wise. No, it's inexpensive. Yeah. and and cheap as dirt. Cheap, but it also goes where they want to go. Sorry. And uh, Mm -mm. I'm like, you need to watch this before you book your next flight. No, thank you. I'm not getting on one of those damn things. It's a rattle trap. (laughs) It seems a little scary to me. I'm not a great flyer anyway, but after I saw that, I'm certainly not. Uh, I'm not willing to risk I it. I saw one of those planes landing last night in the video, and I mean, boing! Yeah, and yeah, zoom, yeah, it was like, blah, what blah, the blah. hell was that all about? No. It's like it was like a hit a trampoline. Uh-huh. I know, I saw. It. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Like, come, you're supposed to put in the back wheels come down, and there might be a little jiggle jaggle, and then the front wheel comes Correct. down. Yep. That thing, boing! Yoy, boink. I bet it went 20 feet up, and you know, it's not higher. It's like, wow! Can you imagine being on that plane and having such a bang up landing? Yeah. So we got that uh, Starbucks story, of course, making a lot of news uh, about these uh, two black individuals who were kicked out of Starbucks and the police are called and they're handcuffed and charged with trespassing. And then they decided not to, uh, the, the charges were dropped and there's uh, there's protests uh, and demonstrations against Starbucks. And so I was just thinking this whole whatever, you know, what point black, white or other Number one, I see a lot. I've seen a lot of people in Starbucks, and they're they're not they're not they're just, they're not buying anything, or they're nursing they're a coffee out. for four hours. They're utilizing that free Wi-Fi. But be that as it may, oh. this is just a screw up. I mean, this is just a major screw up. But the general throwing out the racist uh, line, yes. I don't buy that. I just don't. I just don't necessarily buy it. And then at the at you know, racist is a very. It's a. We're, we're generalizing yes. that word to a large extent, which I think is an error on everybody's part. But at what point, I was thinking about this earlier, whatever the customer is or whoever's sitting at the table, you know, at what point are you like, Jack, you were in this business for yes, a sir. while. At what point can you say, hey, guys, Get out. I don't think it was handled well, but right. hey, guys, you know, we got to turn a table here. Yes. You know, or. Is there anything else uh, I, you guys can uh, I get, need? Can yeah. I get you anything? <laughs> but, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody at the end of a dinner, you know, and they're, you yeah. know, they got, they've had their second cup of coffee and you're the restaurant owner and you go, I got to turn this Come table, on, man. man. I got to turn the I table. Got people waiting and here. there's a diplomatic way of doing this. Yeah. Now, of course, the, you know, they were there to meet another individual. Right. But then the cops and handcuffs, somebody's got to be Overboard. going, wait a minute. This is, this is, this, yeah. this is out of control. A lot of mistakes are being made here. Mm-hmm. Could have been a mistake by one person, just one person and one person only. Escalated then. What you do? What you what, what you what you what do you do? You call the cops. You know there could be. You know, it could just be somebody at the counter. I don't know if it's the manager, but this is uh, this that person's is, been reassigned. I think you know, reassigned yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, and there ought to be a reinforcement at Starbucks. Look, here's the here's the do you standard think- operating procedure. The the barista or whoever called nine one one does it if it's two white guys or two white women. Probably, I don't know. I have no idea. Not uh, easy to be black in this country, Jim. No, that's I'll tell not. you what. Yeah, I, I just think I'm. I'm just wondering whether other things could have been done. 
you know, whether you know, I'm scared, they've got two black guys, one used the bathroom, they didn't order anything, they're just sitting there. You know, there are stereotypes that we that we live with, and the older we are, the more of a stereotype we have of people, uh, including me. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to dump that stuff. When you when you grow up in an environment like I did in my age and you watch things on TV or you hear things, whether it's from your parents, you know, you really have to work you rework your brain. You really have to try, actively try to get it in gear to dump a lot yeah. of the stuff that was sure that, that you saw, that you witnessed, that was false, but it was still out there. You know, the, as generations continue, you know, they 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 they, they don't carry the the baggage that certainly my, my an older generation than mine carried and it you know lessons i think with each generation at least i hope so but there's no question about it we have boink we we have we have images and uh, and unfortunately you have to work you have to really work uh to get rid of that stuff and come to terms with it in a uh, in a correct and and just way we'll take a little break we'll come back mo's going to have the news I got a lot of things on on tap this afternoon. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. There's breaking news when it comes to the uh, Michael Cohen story. Mo's got the news. Mm, Yes, sir. And the la dot today, Jim, is brought to you by Fox 35, the news station. For bigger, bolder, better news coverage, watch Fox 35 News. At 10 o'clock now with Charles, Bill I, and Luann Sorrell, right after your favorite Fox primetime shows, only on Fox 35, the news station. Uh, Jim, well, a couple of things. One one good, one bad. Should we start with good news or maybe not so good? We start with the you-know-what story. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The uh, Michael Cohen had a third client that you may be interested in. He was in court in. today, why? Cohen, Cohen and his attorneys are in court for what reason? Michael Cohen is in court after last week's raid of his home, his office, and his hotel room, and his connection to the president as a fixer, and whether he had any connection to Russians and did any kind of cover-up. There's also uh, talk about the Stormy Daniels connection. Well, his lawyers are in court because they're asking the judge uh, to hold back back information because some of it is uh, uh, protected by the attorney-client privilege. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and they want the court to intervene in that particular case. President Trump and they will lose is is client number one. We'll call him. There is a Republican National Committee member who uh, Michael Cohen also arranged a jillion pay, dollar payout. Remember, he's the one who had the affair with the Playboy. A playmate, playmate got her pregnant. Yep, and paid for an abortion. Then he had to resign right. from the Republican National Committee. Uh-huh. And now we find out that there is yet a third client of our friend Michael Cohen, and that is Fox's own Sean Hannity. Wow, Sean. Very busy man. Very, very busy. So he and the president share a lawyer. Apparently, Sean and and, uh, the Trumpster 
share a lawyer. That is Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen is in court. There is probably not much time left for that guy uh, when it comes to his bar, his license, um, or maybe his freedom. He, he may soon be in the pokey. Uh, that's the. Yeah, that'll that, be a while before he's in the pokey. Well, that's say he's going to turn. Now the question: Are you more? Uh, yeah. you, know, you have more allegiance to Donald Trump or to your wife and your family? Yeah. And after a while, when the prosecutors say, "Look, we got the goods on you, bub," and you can spend the rest of your life behind bars, or you know, just come clean. The client of Trump. We have the tapes. We've got the right. evidence. It's not. You know, it's like Manafort. We have hard. Yeah, we got all the. Evidence. Yeah, we got the. We got the paper documents, bub. You know, we got the documents. We got yeah. the, every which way from yeah. Sunday. There's you don't you don't get out of this. Let one. me just say it this way, Donald. Unless Trump's, you get a pardon. Donald Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen. We now find out the mystery third client who wanted it hush hush was Fox News host Sean Sean Hannity. Well, if I was just a client, I'd want it hush hush too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want y'all knowing my business. I right. didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, you right. don't even know uh, yeah. about my team of attorneys. Well, you don't know what I've done, and I'd like to keep it that way. Cohen. I bet they know what he's done. Who? Prosecutors, oh, sure. investigators. Mm-hmm. Oh, there goes it's a violation the... of my attorney-client privilege. They didn't wake up privilege. in the morning and say, "Let's go serve. Uh, let's try to get a search warrant on on Michael Cohen." This thing has been in the works for three months. There could be wiretaps. They've, there they've are got tapes, the emails. Yep. I mean, they go in there, then they got uh, then they got tapes. You know, there are a couple of teams. One team has to go through this stuff before it's passed on to another team to make sure it doesn't violate right. the attorney-client privilege. Lordy, Come on, lordy. I go hope to law school, tapes. people. Oh, for God's sake. God. The other news is the New York Times and the Washington Post both won Pulitzer Prizes today. Uh, Sanford Airport officials, Jim. For what? For best national reporting, I believe it's called. So, yes, they won. I journal- think uh, one for the Weinstein investigation. Mm-hmm. Correct. What else? Uh, I don't know. Well, I know Kendrick Lamar won one. Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, he won a Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> Privilege. New York Times and Easier the Washington Post Privilege. have both been awarded. It calls it the 2018 Pulitzer Prize in national reporting is how they're phrasing it. Uh, now, let's go back to local. Let's come back closer to home, Jim, and that is the Sanford Orlando International Airport. Its biggest client up there, its biggest airline, is a Legionnaire. And yesterday hey, on 60 hey, Minutes, look out. Hold on to your hats. Hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> uh, the Orlando Sanford Airport folks will not comment on the 60 Minutes piece, but it blasted a Legion safety record based oh, yeah. on scores of mechanical problems over the last two years. They fly to some oddball places, uh, 78 oddball places to be precise, in the U.S., Canada, and Puerto Rico. Well, it's good for a lot of people. I mean, you that's know, true. Smaller towns need to get to are Harrisburg. not served. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, want no, to go you from, don't want to fly into Philadelphia. You want to fly to Harrisburg. You do. You want uh, to go from Sanford to Memphis? Boom. Press Done. Boom. Roasted. Okay. Now, turns out, though, Allegiant reported three times as many mechanical problems with flights as six other major airlines. So they are just crazed with, with problems, it seems like. And the FAA is like, we got to do something about this. But Sanford says, I don't know if it's Larry Dale specifically. He's not there. No, no, I think he's, he's out. He's long now. gone. Well, whoever's his replacement. Uh, the Sanford Airport Authority now says they have total confidence in the FAA. So they think the FAA is going to get get with this well, thing. According to that report on 60 Minutes, the pilots for Allegiant Airlines, Oof. they're afraid to talk. They say yes. anything, they'll get fired. I know. So now the union chief has to speak for them. That's not good. 
you know, and he says, look, the pilots are afraid to talk, and the pilots are telling me what they're scared to death. Yeah, yeah. You know, or they got this problem, and they're afraid to report a particular problem. Right. You know, I was going to tell him that that wing fell off, but, you know. Sorry. Hey, I don't want to get, you know. I didn't get, I don't want to get fired over that. The weather forecast, Jim, is 80% ago for this evening's SpaceX launch of a NASA satellite from the Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. This is a $337 million satellite. It will search for thousands of planets out there. Uh, The launch window, it only is 30 seconds. They have 30 seconds to determine if this is a go or a Mm no-go. And it opens at 6.32 p.m. So I will keep my rocket eye on that. SpaceX is now going to attempt to land the first stage offshore and recover two halves of the nose cone, which will drop by parachute. So they're trying to get all this, yeah. all manner of stuff back so that it's ultimately oh, cheaper. Good for in the- let's, get, yeah, let's get that Tesla 3 off the ground. Let me take a little break. <laughs> More news with Mo. The yeah, birthdays, yeah. the food. Bonus round of closest to the pinup coming. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Here's Mo. Mm-hmm. Today, April 16th, uh, 2018. I found out from my daughter in Washington, D.C. that today is a holiday. At first, I thought it was tax day, you know, because sometimes they close uh, government offices on tax day. Mm. But that was yesterday. So I thought, well, maybe they made it a Monday holiday. But no, it's Emancipation Day. It's the day that Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. And in D.C., today, the public schools are closed. There are parades. There's marches. There's a big to do. In Washington, D.C. today. So happy Emancipation Day. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the food day, though. Today, April 16th, is Eggs Benedict Day. And if I spent the rest of my life never eating Eggs Benedict again, I'd be okay. What part of it don't you like? Is it the Hollandaise? Yeah, it's a little bit too rich for me. Is it the muffin? The English muffin? I like the muffin with the egg on top. Do you like the the Canadian bacon? I don't like the Holland. I don't like the sauce. Do you like the poached egg part? Hello? Do you like the poached egg part? Yeah, I'm Hello. not crazy about poached eggs. All poached right, so you egg. don't like the poached eggs. You don't like the hollandaise. I don't like the hollandaise. I don't like sauce on, on eggs. And what about, oh, you don't? Do you ever put hot sauce on eggs? Scrambled. See? So you like sauce. That's a different type of sauce, though. Correct. Sauce is sauce. You, so say, you can't make a generalization. Yes. What? You're making a generalization. No. He said, I don't like sauce on eggs, but I very quickly pointed out that you do like some sauce. It doesn't matter. Just Fair saying. point. Okay. Habeas corpus. Let's move along. E pluribus unum. Four of the nine Florida State University frat brothers charged in the hazing death of that pledge up there, Andrew Coffey. Those four kids will be entering plea agreements today. The students who don't agree to the plea deal face trial on felony hazing charges this coming June. Yeah. Meanwhile, one of the suspects out on bail before his trial begins is back behind bars today. That kid's name, he's from Orlando. Clayton Molstein had his bond revoked after police say he was involved in a drunken fight at a bar. Not the Molsteins. Yeah, the Molsteins. Oh. Or Mulestein. I don't know how you say it. But anyway. Oh, oh them which too. is it? M-U-E-H-L. M-U-E. That's Mahelstein. No, it isn't. Mule. It's Mulestein. Stein. Anyway, that's a problem still going on. Tallahassee. Some graduates of a Southwest Florida university. Have you ever heard of Ave Maria? Yeah, down uh, yeah, in Southwest the Florida. With the Pizza Guys uh, University Catholic right. School. Yeah, right. look at this. Well, they are. Pit- hey, you look at this. Pizza Guy University. Yeah, that's hey. Pizza Guy. No, yeah, it's school. the guy. Uh, right. Which one? I see. No, it's from not Papa John's. The other one. 
Uh, Domino's? Domino. Joe Domino. Yeah, he's the one that uh, <laughs> he's the one that started this. Yeah. Some graduates of Ave Maria are very unhappy with the school's choice of a commencement speaker. They've brought in U.S. Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, who will address the graduates at Ave Maria in May. Alumni sent an open letter to the newspapers down there in which they call Betsy DeVos's policies callous and unjust toward marginalized people. Mm. They characterize the Ave Maria invitation as an endorsement of Betsy that counters the university's Catholic and liberal arts values. I told you last week that one jewelry store heist got away with it by having fireworks over here so they could steal stuff over there. Remember this? Millennium all. Points. Yes. Points. It happened again, this time in Miami. This is now a trend. I don't know if it's a copycat or what, but for the second time in one week, a thief has used fireworks as a diversion in robbing a mall jewelry store. This happened down at Dadeland Mall. For those of you who grew up like I did in Miami, you know Dadeland Mall. Fender Kendall. Yes. Where a male suspect tried on a watch at the fancy mayor's <clears throat> jewelry store. We never went that far south. Oh, yeah. That was my neighborhood. That was yeah, my stomping grounds. Yeah. Uh, savory people down there. No, no. That's not true. Oh, yeah. Then he Very lit fireworks and fled with the watch as shoppers panicked, thinking it was gunshots. Right around the quarter from Hialeah. You know how they Oh, are. not not anywhere near. Well, I mean, oh, the oh, Homestead. You, uh, I don't think well, that's whatever. right. Uh, gas prices. Hold on to your wallets if you're worried about get, putting gas in your car. And I have been there, so well, I if understand. you want it to work. Yeah, I know. It's not easy. You're going to have to budget a lot more money for gas prices. They are set to spike by as much as 25 cents a gallon. What? Yes. Why? Thanks, Obama. Uh, no, yeah. they think it's because of the Syria thing over the weekend. Syria thing. Thanks, Obama. The bombing of the Syrian chemical weapons, you know, mission accomplished Uh thing over the weekend. How does that work? It all goes back to his red line. What they say is um, the usual spring increase in fuel prices has to do with refinery maintenance and production cuts. Happens every spring. But they say tensions in Syria and the bombing is going to make it worse. You can't expect to pay more. They say that it has 15 cents in the short term. Maybe twenty five or thirty cents, in, you know, a little further down the way. Wow! And yeah. uh, they are sort of putting that on uh, Syria uh, bombing on Friday night. President Trump says uh, the U.S. is starting to really rock it. Really rock it in, in the economy. Oh, rock it! I get rock it. it! Yeah, got it. Hosting a roundtable discussion down in South Florida today. Speaking of Hialeah, that's where you're speaking. Uh, he said tax cuts are fueling job growth. And business and consumer confidence way up. Uh, Rubio was there, I guess. And um, he is not crazy about uh, the freedom for the Cubans. And he's not sure about how all that is going to work out in our policy on Cuba. He is also cheering the president's tough stance against China. So he was down there with that. Uh, you know, and um, but boy, oh boy, did the president have a lot to tweet out uh, about the Jim Comey book. Yeah. Calling him all manner of names, that's pretty common. Called him a scumbag or a sleazeball or Slime something. Ball. Yeah, there it is. Dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing is surprising. He says that this former FBI agent, you know, sort of a Boy Scout, you know, his, uh, his appearance to me looks Boy Scoutish. Uh, he says he lied. He, call, he called him disgruntled. He said he committed some crimes, of course, not never saying what. And boy, oh boy, he said he was slippery. I think he called him slippery at one part. He said not smart, and he called him out of whack, who will go down as the worst FBI director in history, even worse than Jager Hoover. Uh, tomorrow's the big day for the book. Uh, this party's so, going to come uh, to an end. I got to give up 
I got to give some points back. Why? Texas saying it was Florida Mall, not Millennium Mall with the fireworks. Uh-huh. Oh, you blew it. I'll Damn take it. those points back. I'm going to get yeah, them later. I can see how you can make that mistake, but you still have to get the points back. It, it's still south of here and That's places true. I don't go for 100, Alex. <laughs> Very nice. Points. Okay, you got the points back. Yeah. The CEO uh. of Starbucks, I think his name is Schultz or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he didn't oh, even, no. oh, he quit. He, so now re- it's a he guy retired. Named, he, yes, and he put in a guy named Kevin Johnson. Uh, this CEO of Starbucks, Kevin Johnson, could soon meet with those two black men who were arrested at Starbucks in Philadelphia. They were waiting for a third guy, uh, a friend. Right. When They were asked by an employee to leave because they didn't place their order yet. They were waiting for a third guy. But after refusing to leave, then the cops were called. And both of them were let out in handcuffs. Just a better way of handling this kind of stuff. But that was just as their friend showed up. So they were telling the truth. How long were they there? Couldn't have been all that long, right? Well, I'm just asking. I mean, there's so many things that, you know, what point do you in a... Sorry, dude, but you can't sit here forever. Yeah, I mean, well, really, I mean, at what point are you... And I think there's an element of... You know, this you is know a two black here. guys sitting there as opposed to two white guys. I do think that goes There's into the mix. In there, yeah. At the same time, it's like, geez, how long are you going to sit there before you order something? We do have customers. Maybe they'd like to sit down at that. You know, there, there are a bunch yeah. of things going on. Does somebody really have to call 911? Call the cops. Did anybody go over to them and say, come on, guys. Hey, what are you waiting here for? You know, the, and I mean, I, I'm not sure of all the conversation that took right. place, but where right. they say, hey, we're just waiting on another guy come, you know, business associate or friend to come. We're just waiting here. You know, maybe <laughs> we'll wait. Mm-hmm. You know, you say, we'll wait until he gets here before we decide what we, I don't know. Uh, but, it, it, but to the point where people are being handcuffed and led away yep. under arrest. Tomorrow, come on. I know. Come on, well, They're supposed to meet uh, the uh, president of Starbucks, CEO, I mean, of Starbucks, and the two men. Uh, first of all, he apologized. The Starbucks. Yeah, does that mean the Starbucks should be tarred as racist? Uh, That's going too far, I think. Where are they going to meet? Like, like Seattle's best for coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Panera. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, uh, so uh, a listener email uh, based on this topic. He and his wife were at a, a wing joint to watch a hockey game. So they took up a table for three hours. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Bill was about $54. Right. What should they tip? Should they tip more because of the amount of time? If the uh, server had six tables and they're uh, using one of them. 54? $54. $54. What, what should the tip be? 20 at least. Instead of 10? Yeah. If not more, maybe 20, 25. Yeah, I would. Well, 10 would have Three been. Three hours? $10 would have been a 20% tip. Right. That's why he's doubling it. Right. So I, I, I think they tip 15. That's fine. Yeah. Uh. It's 30% tip. Three hours? 30% tip. Three hours at a wing place? How many times are you going to turn that table normally? Well, I don't think all of the tables were used. I think it would have been different if it was it was late afternoon to early yeah. evening. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know. Okay. I I'm can a, see if you were preventing her from getting, the server from getting other tables. I understand. I don't know. I'm not a big tipper. It was anyway. slow. Yeah, that's true. You like to buy your friends. That's what I say. <laughs> there was Works a, for me. There was a, a big fight. Inside a prison in South Carolina, yeah. seven inmates wow. are dead this afternoon after fights broke out. The Department of Corrections in South Carolina says the violence at the Lee County Correctional Institute went on for nearly eight hours do, before they restored order. Do South Carolina and Georgia have the worst prison systems? Oh, probably us. We're in there, too, somewhere, well, aren't we? Those are the ones with the escapes and the, the riots That's and stuff. It just when Whenever you hear of these uprisings at prisons, the story usually is usually there. Georgia or South Carolina. Mm-hmm. 
South Carolina. Have a, you know, maybe Mississippi. But, South you know, they, they beat them down in Mississippi. They don't Alabama? have any chance to escape. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Corrections officials say <laughs> 17 inmates were taken to the hospital. Oof. And seven of them are dead. Authorities say Jeez. violence involved inmates fighting in three separate housing units. The prison's about an hour east of Columbia, South Carolina. That's Dang, the capital. So are they uprising oh, yeah, about yeah. the food? What's going on? They're, what still, they're still working out all the details Attica. on that. Yeah, Attica. Attica. <laughs> Dog day afternoon right. points. Yes, uh, you already got your points earlier <laughs> in the office. You can't keep yeah, taking points on the are, same answer. These are on-air points. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He answered that same question yes. and got points? Correct. Oh, you lose points. Yeah, so right. Attica, Attica, and he throws out dog day afternoon. Yeah. We did it in the office. Sorry, you wanted to show how smart you were to everyone in the office. You don't get to do it on the air. Yeah, uh-huh. but then if someone else said it in the office, and they'd go, oh, you heard that in the office earlier. You, you don't know what people I was do. covering my bases. All right, yeah. listen. Yesterday was tax day, but it was Sunday. So now people think, oh, I got to do taxes. Get your taxes filed today, the 16th. Nope, you have an extra day, even till tomorrow at midnight. It has to be postmarked. Now, I'll tell you why. Because I started to tell you earlier, today is a, I don't want to say a weird holiday, but a a very rarely celebrated holiday, except in Washington, D.C. And since that's where the IRS is, you get an extra day to file your taxes. Government workers, including the IRS, have off today for Emancipation Day, which marks the day Lincoln signed the Emancipation Act back in 1862. Therefore, your federal and your state taxes are not due today. After all, they are due tomorrow the 17th. Former First Lady Barbara Bush, 92 years old, will not be seeking additional medical treatment after a series of hospitalizations. Uh, The 92-year-old wife of former President George Herbert Walker Bush, the Poppy Bush, right, will instead focus on comfort care like hospice-type care. Yep. She made the decision after consulting her family and her doctor. The statement says she's surrounded by family and thankful for everyone's messages and, and prayers, of course. The statement did not elaborate on what her health problems are, um, but she is like one of the only people in our nation's history who was the wife of a president and the mother of a president. Yeah. She was the president of W, right? Yeah, so you get up there, you get tired, tired, tired. Oh, by the way, Art Bell died. R.I.P. Art Bell was a huge uh, radio host, ah, overnight-type yeah. radio right. host for many, many years, syndicated all across the nation. It's true. Did a lot of talk about UFOs and Bigfoot and all that kind of stuff. He did have that. Weird, yeah. weird story. Somewhere along the line, you can look it up there, uh, Pinkman, Art Bell, though. I, somewhere along the line, I think he his snapped. son was kidnapped. And he had something controversial. He left, he left radio, and then he, he, he came back. But yeah, It was a conspiracy of, of, uh, around his, quote, retirement, and then he dies on Friday, Friday the 13th. Coincidence? But he was, uh, he, was a, he was a big deal. Uh, Justin Bieber, I know you're a huge fan. He is like the male version of Lindsay Lohan. Can't get out of his own way. Always in trouble with something or other. <laughs> Good one, Mom. No, he yeah. can't act like Lindsay Lohan. Oh, uh, well, can. he certainly can sing better than Lindsay. Hey, but here, here I never go. said that, I, but, you know, let's talk acting. All right, listen. Pay up. But he's like a young guy always in, you know, getting into some kind of kerfuffle. <laughs> Justin Bieber is, though, off the hook this afternoon after he allegedly punched a guy at a party at the Coachella Music Fest. Oh, oh yeah. See Beebs. what I mean? He's like, like settled down. No, he down was being to... a hero. TMZ reports the yeah, man. Someday you're going to get your ass kicked, you know. I bet you're surrounded yeah. by bodyguards and, you know, you're, mm. you know, your guys. And, something, you know, sooner so you think you can get away with this kind of stuff. It's true. Well, here's the deal. Uh, TMZ is reporting the man is not pressing charges, but... Cops can't now find witnesses that saw Justin throw the punch. The website says Justin attacked the man because he was choking a woman. You know, he used not to throw the go. best punch in the movie business? Who? Clint Eastwood. Oh. True dad. One of the, yeah. Really? Really? 
Yes. Just good. Every like, which way but loose. I, right. I thought he, he had an awkward punch. Oh, no. Uh-uh. One of the best. Oh, really? I think so. Oh. I can't think of anybody better. Okay. All right, we'll look at that. About about Charles. I'm not talking about fight movies. Not Charles Bronson. Best movie punchers. Let's move on, shall we? It's Prince Week. Several music events are planned to observe the second anniversary of Prince's death. That's coming up on April 21st. Some of the events include a three-day Prince symposium starting at the University of Minnesota. Seriously? Uh-huh. There it goes. I'm just saying. Minnesota. For, for, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got that ring. In Minnesota. You know? oh, boy. I love that purple. I tell you. For the second straight year, his home, Paisley Park, will offer tours, panel discussions with Prince Associates, and a live performance by Sheila E., the drummer. Glamorous uh, life. Points. Oh, very nice. Damn it. The key witness in the retrial of comedian Bill Cosby is taking the stand again today. Andrea Constant accuses Bill of drugging and sexually assaulting her at his home near Philadelphia mm. in 2004. On Friday, while on the stand... Andrea stated that at Cosby's urging, she drank wine and took three what she calls blue pills. Then she lost consciousness and later was jolted awake when he was sexually assaulting her. Bill Cosby pleaded not guilty, claiming the sex was consensual. Constan testified against Cosby last year during the trial that ended in a hung jury. All right, one more story and then the birthday. Seriously? Oh, it's already time. Look at that. Goes by in a blink, doesn't it, Jim? Oh, yeah. Goes by in a blink. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Everybody says it. Everybody's right. Mm-hmm. It flies by. Yep. Uh, Chris Stapleton, country singer Chris Stapleton. Oh, yeah. One of the best. He oh, is celebrating. And he also had the most wins at last night's Academy of Country Music Awards. Mm. In all, Chris Stapleton took home Album of the Year and Male Vocalist of the Year. But hats off to Jason Aldean. Get it? Hats off, country music. Yes. Oh, see what, what did there. See what had happened there? Yeah, what's her name showed up? Jason, Reba. Carrie Underwood. No, the, yeah. Was it Carrie Underwood who fell down? Yes. Smashed up her face? Oh. Yes. I don't know. Correct. She looked terrific. Jason Aldean took home the biggest award of the night, Entertainer of the Year. Mm-hmm. He used his acceptance speech to pay tribute to the victims of the mass shooting at last year's, uh, I guess, Las Vegas Festival. Virgil Simpson, I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, I don't True. know. Did he win because he was at there at yeah, the mass shooting? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pinkman, I'm just reading the news. I'm I can't analyze it for you. I wish you would. Happy, happy birthday today yeah, to Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper? Ooh, yeah, yeah, Chance like the Rapper. Mr. Uh, rapper, how old is he? 32. 34? Oh, please. He's probably younger. 33? Who's youngest? You, Jim? 32, 32. you said. Yeah, he's only 25. Oh, Chance Chance way to go, guys. Yeah. Chance the Rapper. I don't want no problem with him. All mm-hmm. right. How about comedian and actor, certainly, TV actor, Martin Lawrence, Jim? It's up to you. Ooh, you know big Martin mama's Lawrence. house. 54. You know, Martin Lawrence. Please. Uh, 52. Really? I, I, I thought mean, he was that's older. That's what I said. 53. On the dot. Right <laughs> oh, damn it. It's got to be a great weekend. You set him up. What is the matter with you, I people? I don't know oh, how 54. Oh. I thought he was 52. You know what I thought? What? Kapuya, Kapuya. Yeah, I figured that was right. Okay, Jack, you go first here on this one. Ha ha. Bill Belichick. Oh, the hoodie. Um, let's go for Bill. Coach Bill Belichick. Sixty-two. Oh, yeah. Too young. He's too a young. Tough go customer. older. Oh, I don't know. Sixty what? What'd you say? Sixty-one. Oh. oh boy. Sixty-one. I told you to go- Sixty-five. 
You're welcome. Pinkman, very close. 63, you get the point. The, totally, what, I see? wasn't that close. Jeez, what? Wait, wait, no. 62, I'm closer. <laughs> yeah, no, Jack's 60, closer. What, you, what did you say? He said 65. Jack's closer. He's, no, he's not. He's 66. You what? said 63. 62. Three. I did not. You, you, you did, did. say 63. Oh, I did. Well, that. what was your guess? 65. 65 is closest. Oh he is 66. Oh I gave you credit. I'm looking right at it. Thank you. 66 right yeah. here. I'm and that's the... Oh, as, I want as, mistake points. Nope. <laughs> Pinkman gets it, as I said he gets it, because Bill Belichick <laughs> celebrates his 66th birthday today. That's the lot. He oh just call gosh. me more. All right, we'll take a little break. We're going to open up those lines, and Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random. You will get to play against Pinkman and a bonus round of closest to the pin. Of course, if you win, uh, good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours. All upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, time for that bonus round of closest to the pin, which will... Sean, he's on the line against Mr. Pinkman in this bonus round. If Sean wins, he gets that You Matter business card that everyone desires, meaning he'll have good fortune for the rest of his life. Sean also knows that if he loses, it's bad, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. Mm-hmm. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap for the afternoon. Sean, how are you today? Good, sir. And yourself? Uh, not bad. Thank you for asking. I have 10 questions for you. Uh, they're all connected in some form or fashion. I want you to answer them to the best of your ability. Speak right into the phone so we can hear your answers. I need a countdown, a keep score for Sean. Sure. Here we go in three, two, one, begin. Sean, the big news story is former FBI Director James Comey's interview on ABC last night. But the Jackson 5 song, ABC, was released in what year? 77. Andrew Jackson served as President of the United States until what year? 29. Hurricane Andrew with 18 or 19? 19. Hurricane Andrew with 175 mile an hour winds hit south of Miami in what year? It was uh, 80. American British actor Andrew Garfield appeared in numerous movies, including Hacksaw Ridge and The Social Network. How old is Garfield? 79. Garfield, the cat comic strip, was launched how many years ago? 41. Talk about Strip. The movie Strip Tease with Burt Reynolds was released in what year? 81. Demi Moore was in that movie with Reynolds, but the Benjamin Moore Paint Company was founded in what year? 1930. Dudley Moore was a hit in the movies Ten and Arthur. He died in what year? Uh, Dudley Moore, 95. Dudley Duray, the dim-witted cartoon Canadian Mountie, made his first appearance in what year? 61. Get it within 25, you win outright. If Dudley Do-Right was a crow in St. Louis, Duhaha, Canada, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Riviere du Loup, Quebec, Canada? 
69 miles. Time, all right. <laughs> there you go, 69. Let's bring in Mr. Pinkman. All right. On his way. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right, putting on his headphones. All right, there you go. Mr. Pinkman, how are you? Going to roll the dice. We set your handicap at 18, but we allow you to roll the dice. Whatever the number is, we'll reduce, take off from the number 18. That will be your handicap for this afternoon. Roll them dice, those bones. Oh, yeah. What do you got? 11. Ooh, not the bad. The hard way. Seven seconds. That's pretty good. Ten questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. And three, two, one, begin. Mr. Pinkman, the big news story is former FBI Director James Comey's interview on ABC last night. But the Jackson 5 song, ABC, was released in what year? 1964. Andrew Jackson served as President of the United States until what year? Uh, 1796. Hurricane Andrew, with 175-mile-an-hour winds, hit south of Miami in what year? 1992. American-British actor Andrew Garfield appeared in numerous movies, including Hacksaw Ridge and The Social Network. How old is Garfield? Uh, 28. Garfield the Cat comic strip was launched how many years ago? 60. Talk about Strip. The movie Strip Tease with Burt Reynolds was released in what year? 1979. Demi Moore was in that movie with Reynolds, but the Benjamin Moore Paint Company was founded in what year? 1911. Dudley Moore was a hit in the movies Ten and Arthur. He died in what year? 96. Dudley Do-Right, the dim-witted cartoon Canadian Mountie, made his first appearance in what year? Uh, 19. 1970. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Dudley Do-Right was a crow in St. Louis, Duhaha, Canada, <laughs> you would have to fly how many miles to reach Riviere de Loup, Quebec, Canada? Uh, that would be 113 miles. Time. Oh, my goodness. Duhaha. Duhaha to you. Well, how rude. <laughs> Score of the game. Uh, the Jackson 5 song ABC released in what year, Sean? Says? 77. Pinkman. 64. 1970. I'm closer. Yeah, by one year, he gets it. Andrew Jackson served as president of the United States until what year, Sean said? 1929. Pinkman. 1796. 1837. That's Pinkman. Rick and Andrew in South Florida. And what year, Sean said? 80. Pinkman. 92. Right on the money, 1992. Oh, there you go. Uh, Andrew Garfield, the American-British actor. uh, He was in Hacksaw Ridge, the social network. How old is Garfield, Sean said? 79. Pinkman. 28. Uh, He's 34. Okay, Pinky. Garfield, the cat comic strip, launched how many years ago? Sean said? 41 years. Pinkman? 60. Not too far off, 39. Oh, there, he's on the board. Talk about strip. The movie Strip Tease with Burt Reynolds was released in what year? Sean said? 81. Pinkman? 79. 96. Sean gets another point. Demi Moore in that movie with Reynolds. Oh, boy. (laughs) But the Benjamin Moore Paint Company was founded in what year? Sean said? 1930. Pinkman? 1911. 1883. Okay. Three to go. Dudley Moore, a hit in the movies 10, and Arthur, he died in what year? Sean said. 95. Pinkman. 96. 2002. Ooh, Pinky sneaks that one Two out. Two to go. Dudley Do-Right, the dim-witted cartoon Canadian Mountie, made his first appearance in what year? Sean said. 61. Pinkman. 70. 58. Oop, Sean's on the board, but What's it comes score? down to this. It's one, two, Seven to three. Well, Pinkman's Sean, in the lead. Get this one but if he gets this, he wins the whole thing. Get it within 25. You went outright. If Dudley Do Right was a crow in St. Louis, Do Haha, Canada. Do Haha, you say? That's what I said. St. Louis, Do Haha. Okay. Do Haha. Haha to you. St. Louis, Do Haha. Do Haha. You would have to fly how many miles to reach Riviere de Loup, Quebec, Canada? 
Sean said. 69 miles. Pinkman. 113. The answer? Yeah. 32 miles. How much? 32. Uh, Well, he's not within the 25. He does get the point, but it's not enough, and Pinkman wins the game. Sorry, Sean. That's the way it goes. Right into the covers. Bad luck for you for the next 24 hours. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, Gotta love that deadly do right. And Nell. I'll save you now. That's Nell the was, one. Uh, more, in, more infatuated with the horse than she was with Dudley. It seemed like it, didn't it? The horse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Called horse? Oh, that horse. Snidely Whiplash. Aha! Oh, cool mustache, though. Yeah. I, li- I always liked his Ripsaw Falls at Universal. That's a fun ride. Get you wet. Dudley Do-Right. Yep. Get other One of my favorites. Wet. The Canadian Mounted Police. Correct. Is it Royal Canadian Mounted Police? Yes. RCMP. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I never knew if that was true. Huh? Uh, the red with the hat. Yeah, got they have that a nice boots, uniform. Yeah, thing. that's very snappy nice looking. Yeah, might even be a tad bit better than Marine Corps uniform. All right, listen. Oh, Let's boy. not go overboard. Oh, oh, about uniforms. You want to talk about uniforms? Come on, it's talking about the U.S. of A. These are the Marines now. I'm talking just talking about. about uniforms. Worldwide Aesthetics. uniforms. That's a pretty good looking uniform. Yeah. Well, don't screw with French the Marines. French Foreign so. Legion. That's not too bad either. Adam, I think Marines are better than the French Foreign Legion, but I think the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Boy, it takes a lot to. To beat that one. I think Air Force uniform tops them all. Ew. The worst. One of the worst. Is that the bus driver one? Yes. Yeah. The way I look at it, yeah. Mm. I don't know. The Marine Corps uniform is pretty sharp. That's what I'm thinking. The I blue think with it, the red stripe. It's oh, really yeah, nice. Dress, dress blues or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not bro. bad. It's not bad. Oh, it's nice. I like that red, though. <laughs> and that hat. And the navy whites, that's pretty sharp. Yeah, but the the yes. Canadian Mounted Police wear the puffy horse pants also. Yeah, I think you lose puffy pants. You lose yeah. points for puffy pants. Where it looks like they have hams for thighs. Oh. Puffy pants, no points. Okay. Yeah, Marines back on top. Yeah, hoo ya or whatever it's you say. Hoo ha. Hoo ha. I don't know. No, whatever. Hoo ha. All right, I don't know. H o o a h. Hoo ha. That's I mean, why that's... you go to your gynecologist. Stop it. <laughs> A problem there. Got a case of the hoo ha. Check the hoo ha. <laughs> Stop it. Take a little break when we come back. Jack's audio file next on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Yeah, maybe he fathered Bill O'Reilly's baby. Let's hear what's in Jack's <laughs> audio file. I did not father Bill O'Reilly's no, no, baby. You. However, I do have a Twitter feed. Follow me at Yankee Jacket and close to 10,000 every day. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, since we were last together... Uh, you know, what happened in the news? Uh, you know, our country Ooh, bombed another country? A short time ago, I ordered the United States Armed Forces to launch precision strikes on targets associated with the chemical weapons capabilities of Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad. So there mm. you go. Bomb Syria. But here is a difference in tone in the president after... Uh, you know, a year of being in office. Now he is not reluctant to criticize 
the Russians and specifically Vladimir Putin. Here he is talking about some of the allies of Syria. To Iran and to Russia, I ask, what kind of a nation wants to be associated with the mass murder of innocent men, women, and children? Finally, a little more on his talk directly to Russia. Russia must decide if it will continue down this dark path or if it will join with civilized nations as a force for stability and peace. So outside of that, uh, you guys watch the Sunday news programs. Was mm-hmm. there, I mean, a little of the bomb assessment damage, Russia can condemn the attack, but... The question is, what's yeah. the policy? We understand tr- strategically uh, what they thought was necessary. Essentially, you're sending a message to the rest of the world that, look, this is what's going to happen if you uh, violate uh, you know, certain treaties or whatever you want to call it when it comes to the use of chemical or biological weapons. The question for the, for the people of the United States, I think, is what's the policy? I mean, is there a policy? I mean, what's the end game for the United States as it relates to that part of the world? We've already ceded it to the Russians. You can blame Obama somewhat. And, uh, but, you know, do we want to be a world leader as it relates to that part of the world or not a world leader? What's, 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 our, what's our investment or should we have one? I think that's the question. What's the mission? What's the directive? The what's the end game? What's the policy? Yeah. What's the end game? There isn't one. Well, as far as uh, Russia is concerned and the investigation, it all started when there was a different FBI director. His name was James Comey, and it began shortly before the election in 2016, the U.S. presidential election of 2016. And uh, that went on under James Comey until he was fired by President Trump. And uh, James Comey has since written a book. He did an hour-long interview with uh, ABC, aired last night, I believe. I'm assuming you probably watched it. I did. Here are some uh, clips from that. Uh, Here he is, James Comey, former FBI director um, from New Jersey, Republican (laughs) from Mm -hmm. New Jersey, uh, talking about uh, how politics, did politics influence his decisions to make the public statements that he did regarding the case. I don't remember consciously thinking about that, but it must have been. Because I was operating in a world where Hillary Clinton was going to beat Donald Trump. So Bad move. Yeah. So it was a question of... You did. You know... He allowed politics to enter his decision-making process. Because of the polls he was watching. He did, and here he should have talking about that. That she's going to be elected president, and if I hide this from the American people... She'll be illegitimate the moment she's elected. It's a bad judgment call, because the fact of the matter is the agency had Donald Trump under investigation as well, or at least his campaign. You know, he was in a lose lose situation. Well, you're making an assumption. You're making an assumption that wasn't he damned if he did and damned if he didn't. You know, he was going to get grief if he did it, and he did from the Democrats, and if he didn't come out with it, he was going to get grief from the Republic. You know, it was just. I don't think there was a winning strategy with that at all. No, I think, um, morally speaking, you had an obligation, or professionally at least, if you're going to say, uh, we've reopened the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails, mm-hmm. and then you don't mention at the same time, and by the way, I'd like to mention uh, that the FBI currently has uh, Donald Trump's campaign under investigation for certain possible uh, campaign violations or right. or obstruction of justice. He had, I think he had that obligation. I think he had the obligation to keep his mouth shut. 
uh, by and large in the Justice Department and U.S. attorneys, when they have questions about uh, politics, you know, a couple of months outside of an election, they choose to keep it quiet because it's politics. You let the investigation continue, but you don't have to announce it to the rest of the world. That's not your business. You're in, bus- you're in business of investigating possible crimes. Your business is not politics. I think I did it the way that it should have been done. I'm, I'm not certain of that. Other people might have had a different view. I pray to God no future FBI director ever has to find out. There you go. You're going to read the book, Jim? Probably not. Yeah. All right. Mo? Oh, certainly am. Yes, indeed. (laughs) I've already put in my request for it. Uh, In the world of social media and the Internet, everything you put out there is there forever, including tweets. We've seen it from uh, the president when after the bombing of Syria, where he criticized President Obama for the exact same thing, you know, uh, for doing that. They have one out. I saw it today from Kellyanne Conway that was put out, uh, and her tweet was, astonished by the all-out assault on James Comey by Team Clinton, suggesting he is partisan, interfering with the election, is dangerous and unfair. That comes from Kellyanne Conway, October of 2016. <laughs> so, I think he interfered in the election. I think 10, 11 days out of, uh, out, you know, away from the voting booth. Yeah. Not the only reason. I mean, they're myriad, uh, but but that's part of it, I think. Well, Jim, that was the last election. Looking ahead to the next presidential election, that is the year 2020, where in an interview with MSNBC, this person was asked if they were going to run. Uh-oh. You can call him Joe. I got to walk away knowing that it is uh, there's somebody who can do it and can win because we've got to win. We've got to win in 2020. That is former Vice President Joe Biden. Now, he's saying he wants to make sure that there's a candidate that for the Democrats that will win. But he's not ruling out running himself if he feels that candidate is not in place. I'm really hoping that some other folks step up. I think we have some really good people. So like, <laughs> well, he hasn't said yet because then you got to endorse them or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sold on him yet. I like him, but I'm not sold on him. Joe Biden. Yeah, I like him a lot. I but I like I like to think somebody younger, fresher, new ideas like a but a you know has roots in the working class or the middle class. I'd like to see somebody like that come along, but right. I don't know who that might be. Not not at this point in time. I think you have money on... Uh, I'm worried about his age, too. I Biden, think that comes into play. You said that it would be Biden and Kamala Harris. I wouldn't be surprised. You put that as your... that, that You have a bet with Pinkman on that. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I think Mo is just making up bets now. No, no, no that's here. That's <laughs> you totally can be talked here. into it. <laughs> I was surprised when you went down that road, but you did. It says Biden and Kamala Harris, Democratic ticket in 2020. Jim yeah, V. Pinky. Maybe. Just saying. Jim, guess who's Probably in the Booker, rock and maybe. roll? I don't know. Jim, guess who's in the rock and roll hall of fame? Uh, a lot of people. Uh, yeah, the Moody Blues. John Bon Jovi. Oh, of course. He's not dead, ladies and gentlemen. He All is right. now a rock and roll hall of famer. To all of you, we've been a part of this incredible ride for the last 35 years, and to all the fans who supported this band, we share this honor with you because this life is a gift. None of it possible. 
without all of you guiding us. There are so many of you here that I want to hug and I want to kiss and I want to say thank oh. you to. Oh, there you go. John Bon Jovi, also from New Jersey. He had a second chance at life. Like yours truly <laughs> and James Comey. Yeah, second chance at life after Moira. Declared John him, Bon Jovi. Yeah. Declared him dead. I By felt- the way, there's a great documentary, uh, that uh, two-part documentary that started over the week on, on HBO and Elvis Presley. Oh, I saw that preview. It's terrific. But it was it good? You saw it's oh. excellent. It's excellent because really? well, the first half at least is you know from his boyhood leading up to uh, to his stardom. Yeah, and they say essentially sixty eight was the beginning of the end for Elvis. But yeah, and it's remarkable. I mean, it's just remarkable his artistry and things you just didn't know. You just didn't uh, know about him. Mm. I got to write down. Everything I want to watch because I forget you sit down and then it's like, okay, then you think what's on. But you got the Elvis. I need the second part to the Gary Shandling documentary. Oh. Have you seen Barry on? No, but on I, I want to see that. That's I saw a clip today. Right. That's interesting. I've seen the first episode. Uh, what's that I, about? That is uh, uh, which one is that? Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live. Right. Oh, yes. Looks he, good. He plays a, you know, a mid-level hitman who wants to be an actor. Hmm. I did. I did. <laughs> I've heard that thing before. Get shorty. <laughs> I finished oh. up that Frankie and Grace on Netflix. How was it? It's, it's, you liked it, every bit yeah, of it? Yeah, it's cute. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a... Is there, is there any funny. more? Is it coming back for another... I don't know. Uh, I'm now five episodes into Altered Carbon on Netflix, and I like that a lot. I watched three episodes yesterday. What's that about? That is, it's the future where your essence can be boiled down to, like, a chip that they just put in a different sleeve. A sleeve is a body. So they can take you, and you can be re-sleeved. So for the rich, it's basically immortality. You can clone yourself. You can mm. just keep re-sleeving yourself. Oh God! And be you know, around shell. forever in a different shell. But for the, the core of for the wealthy, you can actually clone your body and have another of one of your bodies made, or you could just buy one off the shelf. Oh, yeah, it's re-sleeving. Well, what would you change if you got a chance to re-sleeve? My nose. Really? Not the wiener, huh? All right. I'm happy with my wiener. I've That's never been up. unhappy. I, you know, I don't know where oh this. God. I never bought into that. It's just, it is what it is. It works. Should your wife get a vote? I suppose. But oh she's my goodness never gracious. complained. Oh, brother. Let's move on. Shall, Shall we? we? I think military school helps with this. <laughs> a man who cannot be. All right. We won't go All there. All right. A man who cannot no. be. Oh, combining the two. Resleeving and immortality and military school, uh, we mourn the passing of R. Lee Ermy. Mm-hmm. Private Pile, why is your footlocker unlocked? Sir, I don't know, sir. Private Pile, if there is one thing in this world that I hate, it is an unlocked footlocker. You know that, don't you? Sir, yes, sir. Get down! Uh-oh. Uh, and that is, of course, from the movie Full Metal Jacket. Uh, R. Lee Ermey was 74 years old. Gunny. Gunny or, or Gunnery Sergeant Hartman mm-hmm. in Full Metal Jacket. And I asked earlier if boot camp was, you think it's still as harsh? And, and a lot of people texting in and said it, it's a so, lot different now. Oh, it's a lot yeah, different? It's a lot different now. He yeah, was uh, hired to be a consultant for that movie. He wasn't hired for the role. Oh well. Uh, but he was so impressive as a consultant that he got he got the he got the role. Yeah, it was his um his longtime manager Bill uh, Rogan uh, tweeted out under Arlie Ermey's uh, Twitter account about his passing. They said uh, they asked 
uh, fans to honor Ermy with hope and kindness and by supporting those in the military. Mm. Uh, Full Metal Jacket wasn't his only movie. He also did some voice work. I'll play it, then you tell me the movie. Sergeant, establish a recon post downstairs. Code Red. You know what to do. Yes, sir. So the Army soldiers, the toy All Army right, soldiers. All right, man. You yes, heard sir. Code Red, repeat. We are Code Red. Recon plan, Charlie. Execute. Let's move, 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 move. Toy Story. Is toy Story, yeah. 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 yeah, the Army men movie. Uh, toy Story, he was Sergeant. Uh, Sergeant Orders. Wait. Yeah, Sergeant Orders. Yeah. I think that's his name. Sergeant Orders. Orders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sergeant Orders, yeah. Yeah, Sergeant. No, without the yeah. Sergeant Orders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was yeah. in Scrubs, had a recurring role in Scrubs. He was in some other things as well. He like was in this, you tell Las me. Vegas. What's this? What in the seven seas just assaulted my eardrums? Could that have been an unrequested sound off? Well, it must have been my imagination. And you can all thank your lucky stars that I have a very active imagination. Name it. Oh, I have no idea. Animated television show. Oh, Started in 1998. Uh, the, uh, the, the guy, the whatever guy. the Who uh, lives in the pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob Who lives Bob in the pineapple pants. under oh, really? the sea? SpongeBob, SpongeBob SquarePants. Pants. Is my mic working? <laughs> Uh, what? I only some, said you, it twice. Well, you you did. Sponge, <laughs> it was also in that animated sponge. series. What's the one uh, that usually followed uh, Simpsons. The Simpsons? Uh, Fam- not not King of the guy. Hill. Uh, no. Futurama. No, no, there's another one. Tracy Ullman show. So not King of the Hill. Well, maybe it didn't follow Futurama. the Simpsons. They threw you off there. I don't know. Oh, you pranked us. Yeah, what it's it? on Fox, though. <laughs> it's not Family Guy? Maybe it's the Family Guy. I'll find out for you. You don't have to. I'm doing it anyway. All right, time for a quick game show? Okay. 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 It's now time for everybody's favorite game. Is it an official North Korean major holiday? Ah. Okay, we've, uh, of course, Syria has taken over the, the uh, geopolitical news, and but North Korea is still hanging out. They actually had a holiday recently. I'm going to tell you a holiday. You tell me if it is indeed a true North Korean holiday, oh, sure. okay? Yeah. The celebration of the successful completion of the hydrostatic test for an intercontinental ballista rocket installation. <laughs> is that a holiday? Yeah, I'll say it is. Uh, you will. The say big it. one, too. Okay, wait. Yep. Yes, it is holiday celebrated sure. yesterday. Mm-hmm. The day of the shining star. No, is that's that? not. No, no, no. South that's China. Korean, I don't know. Nope, it's a holiday. Kim Jong, uh, the second's birthday, February sixteenth, day of the shining star, day of the sun. Is that a holiday? Yes. Jim, I don't think it is. Yes, <laughs> it is a holiday. Day of the Uh-oh. sun. Yeah. I'm not that's, going there. You don't know Kim Korean. Kim the second Sung's birthday, April fifteenth. Mm. How about day of glorious reflection on North Korea's power? Is that a yes. holiday? Of course. Yes. Yeah. No, nope. oh, not a holiday. Sounded too well. Oh, one. brother. Military Foundation Day? Mm, is that a holiday? No. Yeah, that is. Okay. Yep, it's coming up April 25th, I Military know. Foundation oh, Day. Thank goodness. Day of Victory in the Fatherland Liberation War. Oof. Is that a holiday? No, that's not a holiday. That sounds like something no. might be right. It is a holiday, July 27th. Oh. If you're doing shopping, you know. Okay. Okay. How about the covering of the eyes as we gaze into the brilliance of our dear leader? Is that a holiday? Sounds good to me. No. <laughs> oh, what's that? Not holiday. The covering of the eyes. How about Thanksgiving Day? No. Yes. Thanksgiving? It is Thanksgiving Day. They celebrate it September 23rd yeah. 
through the 25th. Eat kimchi. Yeah. Turkey. Yeah. And kimchi. finally, oh, kimchi. Uh, anniversary, final one, anniversary of Kim Jong the Second's first day of school as a child. Yes, is that, that a is. Holiday? Of course it's, it is. It's a big day. Yeah. It's I, not I, a holiday. Do, <laughs> do you mean Kim Jong Il? So that looks like the second? Yeah, maybe. Because it's I and L. Yeah, you know something, too? A capital I and then a lowercase L together? Tremendous. That shouldn't be Kim allowed. Kim Jong Il, that's I'm his dad. I'm calling him the second. All right, fine. Yeah, Il. Illin. Kim uh-huh. Jong <laughs> Two, Return of the Ill. <laughs> And finally, in case you missed it, Saturday Night Live. Uh, Let me give you the beginning because I stepped on. That pee pee tape. (laughs) I'm kidding. Relax. We'll get to that later. Is your name Michael Cohen? Yes. And you're a lawyer. Ish. (laughs) Did you have. Did you make a payment of $130,000 to Stormy Daniels? Yes. And did President Trump know about it? No. Of course, that was the uh, Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller uh, reprising their roles, well, kind of, from uh, the Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents yes. as uh, 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 Mueller and Cohen. And mm-hmm. uh, you can see that video at realradio.fm. Click on the... Phillips file, and that was Saturday Night Live's cold open for the week, and that's your audio file for today. Very good. Sean Hannity's back in the news, all related to the uh, Michael Cohen story that is unfolding in uh, federal court in Manhattan uh, this afternoon. We'll have more information about that when we come back. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. The Australian native punk turtle has been classified endangered. Just like actual punk, am I right, fellow punk rockers? Next, Burger King is training a guide dog to be able to sniff out whoppers. Still more of a service animal than an emotional support peacock. Finally, a restaurant in North Carolina is now serving tarantula burgers. This sounds like eight legs of gross. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Orlando City returns home to host San Jose Earthquakes this Saturday. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. Lose my 
Cowboy. It's always a great song. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites of all time. Phillips File for this Monday, Monday Movie Review, just a few minutes away with Wanzee and Doug. How was the Eagles and Buffett concert? It was excellent. Was it? Yeah, 60,000 people at Camp Jesus. I'm guessing. Um, it was sold out. Really? Right? Yeah, I don't think it was sold out, but just knowing where I was for the Rolling Stones, the stage setup for soccer games and yeah. what capacity is, because then you have the element on the floor as well. Right. And I'm thinking it was upper 50s to maybe $60,000, uh, uh, 60,000 people there. Um no kidding. You know, got there. Sun was still up uh, during Buffett, that set, and, you know, nice breeze came in. And Buffett then opened for the Eagles? He did. He played an hour and 15 minutes, started wow. at 7, was off stage at 8.15. Did you have shoes on? He did not. He never wears shoes. He did not. That's, That's part of the deal. Yeah, that yeah. is nice. And so the mm-hmm. stage was huge, you know, and it was set up on the north end where the Rolling Stones were actually on the other side, on the south end. The stage was set up on the north end, and it was huge and covered. Uh, but they had this, you know, video screens up. So, right, you know, right, 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 because right, right. It, the distance, it's like I took some pictures and posted and cell phone cameras don't do it justice for the distance because you can see better than you can in the picture. And it looks like you're a lot further back. Yeah. But still, because people are like, oh, you get those seats for free. <laughs> if you only knew what I paid for those seats. Uh-oh. Um, but. You know they're making a lot of money on this on this tour. So then, forty-five minutes off, and then the Eagles came on at nine o'clock, and Don Henley they opened their first song, Seven Bridges Road, and Don, uh, Road, and Don Henley says, you know, you know, thanks everyone for coming, and said, you know, we're going to play for two and a half hours, you know, because we can. And sure enough, they played till eleven thirty, and it was excellent. The sound was great. Say anything um, about Glenn Fry? He most certainly did. Um, the first thing they do is introduce uh, his the new son. Guy. Yep. Who's, Deacon, who's the new guy? Deacon Fry. Oh, okay. In his mid 20s, son of Glenn Fry, sang one of his songs. How'd he uh, sound? He sounded really good. But if you want to go for the, the voice that sounded the best, Vince Gill did a lot of his songs as well. Oh, Vince Gill. He's that in that too. Yeah, yeah, they brought him on as well. Voice. You know. He's the new one in the band at 61. And I think Deacon Fry is in his mid-20s. But uh, Vince Gill, 61, good. you know, put on some weight, but his voice was... Oh, Vince Gill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always, he seems to be, he's a always thick. got that, yeah, he's yeah. always had Plus, that problem. Thick. Joe Walsh, still a madman. It, it, it was awesome. I mean, uh, the the playing, the uh, the musicality, the his singing was just great. Um, and then they had a five-piece horn section, and one of them was my brother-in-law, did you the, see him? I did. David Mann. He's the baritone sax. And, uh, you know, during life, he, there were five songs where the horn section would come out and play. So let me ask you. And the, the video that they used for the Eagles, uh-huh. it was full size. It was these, I, I don't know, 40, 50 foot high video screens. It was just really cool. Really? So your brother-in-law. Yes, sir. He's uh, in the horn section. Yes, sir. And now does he travel with them? So, yes. So where was their next date? Uh, I believe it's in South Carolina, Georgia or South Carolina. So this is the deal. I think they had like a dozen or so um, uh, uh, 18-wheelers for the stage and all the setup. Then they had about six tour buses right? and where uh, the band would be. And he has like a bunk in one, inside one of the tour oh, buses. Oh, he sleeps in the bus? Yeah, oh. when they travel. But like, oh. they'll, like 
To start it off, they fly him in. Really and they stayed at the the JW Marriott. It was yeah, okay. sweet. So they come into town. They put him up someplace. Yeah, then they put him up, and then they, the buses up. take right. him to the gig. But then they all get in the bus and they travel to the next gig. Whereas uh, some of the the main members in the band, Don Henley, uh, Joe Walsh, they get on Tonight. a private jet and fly. Jeez. Yeah, um, you think? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so so where was their next date? Uh, so they probably flew home. Georgia, Georgia or South Carolina. Yeah, no, yeah. they might not. Well, they, I mean, what yeah. I'm saying is even if they went to Georgia, South Carolina, they can be there yes. before you get home. Yes. Yeah. You know, they whisk them to the airport. The engines are running. Off they go. And uh, before you know it, they, they're landing and in their hotel room or whatever they're doing before you even settled back at home. Saying what a great concert. Wow. Mm. That's wow. the life, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Jeez. One day. Talk about a high. Mm. Get out there, strum your guitar, sing some songs in front of 60,000 people. Yeah. Then get in a private jet and go home. What? That's some commute. You're home for a late night snack. <laughs> you know, with your family before yeah. everybody who's, you know, paid good money to see you play is, you know. Jeez. Well, I remember reading the article. I, I could do that. that Bruce, oh, you do, huh? well, I mean, I think I could get used to that. What? Oh, oh, oh that's different. Yeah. Springsteen wrote about his experience doing the halftime Super Bowl here in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And after that, got on his plane. By by the end of the Super Bowl, he was at the fire pit outside his house in New Jersey. It wasn't really the game? No. Come on, Bruce. Nerd. He, so during the second <laughs> half, he, he flew back home, yeah. got home, was sitting outside by a fire. You know, when that game ended. Hey, you know, he's power in New to Jersey. Him, man. Yeah. You're that successful. I mean, why not? Jeez. Pretty fancy. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? I didn't know Vince Gill sang Amy for Pure Prairie League. Oh, sure. Of course, everybody knows One that. One of my favorites. Did Hello. he play the uh, mandolin? Oh, it's a huge hit. I mean, you know the, the mandolin song. player? Well, it's a huge hit in my house because my daughter's name is oh, Amy. That, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. It was a huge 70s hit. Totally, it was. Yeah. No yeah. question about it. Let's see uh-huh. what else is going on. Congratulations, of course, to the uh, Orlando City Soccer Club, the Lions. Oh, yeah. Another win. <laughs> Good for them. That's three Not in a row, bad. Jim. That's a hat trick right there. They're at home this Saturday night against San Jose. Can we string together a fourth win in a row? These MLS officials are the worst, though. Just, you know, I'm not saying a goal is a goal. We'll take the goal. I tell Despite you, the fact that Dwyer was offsides, but it was only he was know, not. Uh-uh. He was offsides. No, he was yeah, not. Yes, he was. No, he was not. Yeah, I guarantee you. I went back and I watched it. I'm like, wait a second, that looked funny, and then mm-hmm. I went back. And I, I, did I did it slow motion. He was offside. Yeah, but you don't baby. know how to do slow he motion. Was, I, saw, I, uh-uh. I saw it over and over and over. All you have to have is just a little bit. You are offside. When, when, they did not call that. Is right. it your feet? Is it your head? Is it your your shoulder? What is it? It could be anything. I thought it was. It's um, any part of your body. You, it, basically, your body. I mean, your your arm is not right. like that. But if your body or your chest or your head, you are offside, my at friend. At that moment, I froze it. At that moment, when Sasha questioned, lousiest, lousiest. Mm. Affi- I've never seen such lousy. Affi- I mean, I'll take the goal. Great win. We'll take it. Oh yeah, sorry. Just because you keep talking doesn't make it right. I'm saying when Sasha Kleshin kicked the ball. At that moment, the defender like, was behind him. Yeah, there's a line. Uh, <laughs> leaning. <laughs> I think if you break the plane, Here's I think. Here's the line. the plane. You break the plane, Jackie. Break the plane. I, w- I broke the plane. I mean, they replayed he it a couple times, but I replayed it. Oh. <laughs> it was a great goal. <laughs> <laughs> he broke that. He was a, he was a, oh, it was, what a relief 
watching an away Orlando City game where they had an early lead, and you're like, whoa, I'm not used to this. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the other big story, of course, is the, well, just James Comey interview, the Allegiant Airlines story of 60 Minutes last night. I'm not getting on one of those anytime soon. With all due respect for those of you who work for Allegiant, I'm sorry. I'd rather go with Steve Cross with 60 Minutes than the PR right, department out of, out of Would Allegiant. Would you rather go in an experimental plane? No. I Would you rather go, go in Allegiant? <laughs> I don't want to go in no, either one. No, you have to go in one. I'll take Allegiant over. Allegiant or experimental. Allegiant. I'll, go, I'll take asking. my chances with Allegiant. Okay. But I wouldn't be happy about it. Okay. <laughs> experimental yeah. That's your plane. choice. Experimental, experimental plane. plane. Experimental plane. I don't want I, that. I just put this together in my uh, in my garage. Yeah. It took me two years, and, mm-hmm. you know, hey. Right. I'm going charge- up. Want to go up with me? No. Charge you for everything on Allegiant. You got to pay extra for the oxygen mask. That's why they didn't yeah. drop when they have these smoky flights. You want a seatbelt? That'll cost you. Nope. <laughs> How about a seat cushion? They charge you for that, too? Uh, That's a flotation device. No, thanks. But what, you can fly to Las Vegas for $30? Is that about it? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's okay. a, yeah it's a deal. it could be yeah. nine cents, but it doesn't matter if the, the plane is falling apart as you, as you go. Yeah, so if you're going to have your bachelor party in Las Vegas there, bub, you yes. better cough up some dough because I'm not flying a legion that, out there if I'm invited. That which was I really... Because it's a bachelor's party, and they don't like guys by age at bachelor parties. Why? Well, you don't drink, you're not fun. Yeah, but I know bachelor parties. Oh, but there were two uh, alarms, uh, two alarming things in that report. One is the status of Allegiant Airline and their safety record and how they maintain their planes. But the other one is the FAA and their approach to issues of this nature and how they're right. They seem to be hands off yep. and and kind of do what you want. They've taken a step back at enforcement. Eh, We got other things to do. Yeah, just sit here twiddle our thumbs. That's bad. Yeah. Have you decided on a wedding venue? Did you search another venue? Yeah, I'm not getting married uh, again. Oh, why not? We're getting uh, close. I'm keeping are you this really? One, you yes. got to narrow down? We're, we're getting there. You got to show In town or out of town? In town. In. Progress is being made. Didn't like, you go to one on Friday that was like a top contender? It was a nice place for sure. Yeah. I'll say that about okay, that. Okay, good. Just saying. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, you can say. It's a relief, though, isn't it? Oh, it is. And then it's on to paying for everything else. Ah! It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the... It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael and Douglas are here for Monday Movie Review. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, How are you, sir? sir? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. Kind, sir. I like your nose, by the way. Yeah, it's not too bad. What's wrong with your nose? No, we were saying if you could trade in anything. If you you got to put yourself in a new sleeve, Uh what would you fix, replace? What would you tweak? I've never given a thought to And Jim said he'd replace his nose. That's crazy. Throw something out there. Off the oh, top okay. Of yeah, yeah, when, when you're so Prob- right now, so, so flawed, so yes, yes, you have to pick really something. My, my goose. Yeah, you got to yeah, throw something yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're wiener. I mean, like, yeah. oh. <laughs> God bless America. Exactly. Mm. Douglas, you're fresh faced and. Thank you, Jim. I had to shave for my show, and I'm uh-huh. not happy about it. Good reviews. Yeah. There have been. Two sold-out performances. Mm-hmm. Very good. 
pretty close this? tonight, but there's uh, tickets at the door tonight available. At the Parliament House. The place is going to be lousy, Jim, with B-list celebrities. Oh, yeah. Well, well it's indus- industry Pink night. Men, you know, Dirty Jim, Jack. What? Ginger Minj. Oh, my um, God. I just, it goes on and RuPaul's on RuPaul's Drag Race fame. Ginger Minj. Yeah. yeah. God She's... almighty. Mm-hmm. Where are you getting great reviews and a great response? And it's it's the writing. That dog is so funny. <laughs> it is. It's the, All I do is roll on in a funny costume, and yeah, I don't have much else to do, but... Stop it. Well, it's Well, it's you deliver clever. the lines. It's a clever, clever show, yeah. It is a very me, clever uh, show, and before it's I get all to, about Before I get to the, any movie that you might have seen, you went to the movies, didn't you? We did. Oh, I let's did. Get to the movies. Some people some may have, but I, I can't speak for everyone. Mm. So what movie did you see? Jim, I saw Blocker. Blocker. Blockers. Uh, I believe it's uh, what is that? plural. It's a Dan Blocker story. You know, Haas from, from Ponderosa. Uh, Ponderosa. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. <laughs> That's how old you are, Ponderosa. No. Thank you in the booth. What, was it, what, what else was it John called? Cena. Nope. What was the other name of Ponderosa? What? It had Bonanza. two names. Bonanza. Bonanza was the name of the show. They lived on the Ponderosa. No, it was called Ponderosa for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they opened the chain of restaurants. Uh well, let's not get well, too I, deep in the woods uh, or in the weeds, you know. So, so, Blockers. Did you see Blockers? I did not. What did you what? see? I, I didn't see a movie, Jim. <clears throat> okay. Michael, so right along. are you busy? Shut up. Oh, fighting. <laughs> no, are you? I'm just a little shy of being crazed. Right at the okay, you're so, in the writing yeah, mode. You've yeah. been mm-hmm. locked away somewhere, and mm-hmm. this is the first uh, time you've seen people in, what, the last week? No. <laughs> I did. I was away for the weekend working on musical tracks with uh, my composer. Okay. Composer. Yeah. And but I'm but every Sounds day I'm fancy. working on this mm. cruise thing that gets installed uh-huh. the first week of May, and then it'll be. All right. Well, I'm going to get back right. to that. So, Blockers is about what? Jim Blockers is about uh, three parents who find out that their daughters are oh. uh, have a, a lose their virginity pact for their prom night. Oh. Mm. And mayhem ensues. Really? Uh, three daughters, not their three daughters. No, each of them have a three uh, have a daughter. Okay, and they're friendly with each other, so they find out that their daughters are going to lose their virginity, and they are determined to stop them. Mm-hmm. And uh, mayhem Even block- ensues. Oh, so nobody's though- named blockers like the flockers. It's no, like blocking them from they're doing their sea blocking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and sea they, blocking. Um, oh my. Well, yes. Anyway. You would have just said it. <laughs> Um, no, just, I've, I've never heard that before. I'm, I'm the nasty word. I, oh, it's not the girl one you're thinking of. It's no, the boy it's one. A, oh, like a rooster. Oh, I see oh okay. Oh my. Oh. Well, that. So anyway. well, my man went to the, you know, the oh no, the V area. Okay, and just, well, it's just, not. Wasn't ah. a happy thought. That's all. So anyway, keep your head out of there, Michael. Or what are the time? <laughs> Gladly. Uh, uh, Michael Senna is in it. Okay. Cena. Cena. Oh, I love him. Oh, do you? John Cena. Yeah. He's so got a cute. few more movies before the kinks are worked out of his acting, but he's, he's getting there. Yeah. I mean, not the, none of them uh-huh. were good when they start, but yeah, he's getting there. And he's, is he any good? What is he? A, what? Is he any good? movie any good? No. <sighs> no, it's not good. Wait, isn't he a wrestler? By trade, or yes, something? and I they see. show his buttocks quite a bit in this Michael movie. Michael Cena? No, not no. Michael. You're talking oh, about John Wait. Cena. John Cena. John I'm Cena. sorry, my I'm mistake. John. It is John Cena in the movie, oh. or is that Cena? No, John Cena. Cena. They're both oh, Cena. John yes. Cena. No, it's Michael Sarah that you're thinking. Yes, of. thank you. Oh God, oh. that was tough. This Who's is Michael Sarah? So he's he's the, not in there at all. He was the, in Superbad. Oh, then I'm going to see him in New York in a show. Lucky. Stop. Chris Evans. Stop. Stop. 
Stop. <laughs> Stop. So the movie happen? Blockers. Yes, Jim. Tell me about this movie. It's uh, it's it's meant to be funny, but it's not. Because uh, Michael Sarah's not in it. They try too hard. Yeah, he, I like him. Um, they I, they just try too hard, and it's just not funny. And you could tell it's supposed to be a comedy, and literally no one in the theater was laughing at all. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. And then it takes a sort of a sweet little turn at the end. So I was a little forgiving, but. Mm. Mm. And who else is in this movie? Oh, I don't know anybody else. Anybody recognizable? Like, yes. I don't know their name, but I saw them in... That's how yeah, it sounds. The yeah. kind of gappy, funny tooth uh, nurse from... Um, <laughs> from what? In real life, she's a nurse. From the Mindy Project. Oh. From the Mindy Project. You know that nurse who does movies on the side with the gap in her teeth? No, Michael, see dude. how I said nurse and you went right to woman. Oh, man. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, gender oh, identification. Yeah. Yeah. Sexist pig. Was uh, it a woman? It's a male. He played a male nurse on the Mindy Project. Ike Barinholtz. Oh, played. Yes. Okay. Oh, him. Yes. Not Ike Barinholtz. Oh, I love his work. You'd know him if he saw Barinholtz. Barinholtz. And then oh a, the woman who's married to that man. Oh, no. Not, come on the now. Woman You've got to do better than this. Joe Apatow. Judd uh, Apatow. Apatow. Judd Apatow. Oh, my God. <laughs> some pronunciation problems today. I just I, I just don't know anything about that. This is so sad. It happens every don't time he shaves. don't know anything about acting or the movies. <laughs> so, the movie, the movie Blockers. Now don't, we do know, I have two things I want to talk about this afternoon. Oh my two God. pink so triangles, Jim. That's it, two. That's it. Don't, don't go bother. see it. Two, if it comes sticker. on TV and you're already high or drunk, then watch it. But... <laughs> Or after this, you just want to see how bad it is. Oh, yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stop it. Yeah, not, really, on pay -per -view not if you're week. planning on getting high and drunk. If you're already high and drunk, already, you can't yeah. really figure out anything else. No, and it's yeah. on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, That's what enough. I'm saying. And there's yeah. a little lesbian in it, so it's what? that's nice. Two pink triangles <laughs> for uh, oh, it's triangles. <laughs> All right, when we come back, I want to talk about sorry, other I'm things uh, yeah, besides nice. that. Uh, sorry, please, Michael. Big Boy Weekend. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Back to Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael has been unable to see a movie. He's involved in some other stuff. Douglas saw Blockers, gave it two pink triangles, which is don't even bother. Wait for it to come on TV. And even then, you might not uh, choose to stop and watch it. Yeah, it's just no. that bad. <laughs> if, if Jeopardy or something. So at the Parliament House, they had this thing called Big Boy Weekend. Now, what is that? Uh, Douglas will have to speak to that. They have Big Boy Weekend there every year. I think this is the fifth year running, and it is uh, larger African-American males who, oh. are, who are an organization all across the country. And they come here every weekend, every year. Every year, once a year. For, for, once, for a long weekend. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. And it's uh, and that differs from Bear Weekend or Bear. Yeah, it does. They have a separate Bear Weekend, and you don't have to be African American to come. Bear to is that. Bear is can be multiracial. It's not. Yes. Well, there's pandas. Or, yeah, there's white yeah. lumberjack guys. Grizzlies. Right. There's what? grizzlies and white you, lumberjack type guys. I'm asking earnestly. Yes. Do you think that they're calling it Big Boy as like to overcome the stereotype of being called boy? As a as an African American person, I, doubt. I think or is it the Deep more South is the only place where boy is not. A, yeah, you're just a big. A you're phrase. a big boy. Yeah, no, they're of... just they call it. You know, hey boy, when yeah, they yeah, see yeah. each other okay. and stuff. I, I, yeah, okay. yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to find out for sure. I don't think they Bob care in other parts of the country about uh, that insult of calling. If you a black mistakenly person. call a black person, you know, 
Oh, so I appreciate big If you say that boy yes. over there, they don't get upset in, in Los Angeles like they do. I mean, if you're, if you're saying it to about an adult. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no but even like, down here. Well, a white person refers to a person of color as boy. That's a, that's you're that is insulting. Over, that's insulting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm saying not as much outside of the south. Means, I think it means they're just they're just yeah, yeah they're just big yeah, boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, we went to yeah. the Harlan House on Saturday to see Doug's show. My husband saw the big banner. They had all these signs up: "Big Boy Weekend," this and that, whatever. It's a huge deal. It's a big to do. I didn't know anything about it. So we get in there, and as soon as we check into the theater, somebody at the check-in desk says to my husband, "You better watch out. There's a bunch of you know you're going to be quite the hotsy totsy tonight." Because um. But he's not boys. a big the right color. Maybe but I didn't know it was black people. I didn't know it was black men. I always knew everyone. 3,000 people. They sell out the Parliament House, the hotel, and two other hotels. I've been hit on so many times at that. You just get used to it. You just say, yeah. Take it as a compliment and say, no, thank you. Why? Yeah. Right. Oh, he was happy to be looked over plenty of times. Yeah. It's good. No, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 an adoring glance is an adoring glance. That's right. Yeah. Whether it's from me or from you, it doesn't matter. Wow. So like... let me ask you another question. <clears throat> yes, Jim. So I, been, I watched this show on Netflix, this Frankie and Grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. With, I love uh, that show. What's his name? How many episodes have you seen? Uh, uh, all of season one. It's terrific. And it? about, I guess, maybe the first two. It's just absolutely the, terrific. Um, but I think they're on season three now. Yes, I, I think they've gone through four. Oh, oh, well, then I, yeah, well, I've seen one and two. Though. So one of yeah. the episodes uh, revolves around um, a gay couple who's married, and and it, and the subject comes up about permission to step outside the marriage, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering whether whether. Gay men is that something that happens? I mean, if really? it's permission to. I can't remember what the actual term was. It, yeah, it's it's different for everyone, but I would say it's much more prevalent more in, the gay community. in the gay community. I don't. I bet it's not more common. It's just done openly. It's discussed openly. Yes, and 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 parties agree. Yeah. Uh, I, whereas in straight relationships, that. men just cheat on their wives. I can't remember. I can't, <laughs> right. yeah. behind their back. I can't remember the term. <laughs> Oh, what? there's a special term for yeah, it? Yeah, there's a, there's a oh. term that's used. And, and Martin Sheen and Sam Waterston, yeah. who are the, the, the gay married couple, yes, of the they had no idea. Thing. They had no, no, no clue. That this was even something. Exactly. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they yeah. came out late in life. In yes. the show. Yes. yes. Yeah. So they're still, I mean. They're it, learning. Yes. Exactly. Which is what's cute about the show. One of the things. One of the dynamics that's cute about the show is that they're late the to show. the party, and they yeah they yeah. don't know how to be gay, right? Right? How to be it, gay? Not not well, socially. Not, yeah. yeah, yeah. In some instances, they don't know. They're both high profile business people who and, have always had to play straight, right, in their life. Mm-hmm. But they've always yeah. loved each other, and then they finally let leave their wives for each other. Is that how it goes? That is correct. Yes. Yes. And the women don't like each other, but have the to form a bond. Di- uh, disdain each fun. other, but oh, it sounds adorable. Like the show is terrific. It is, yeah. It, it, and each character is so well flushed mm-hmm. out, flushed out. And I even love the yeah. opening credits. What's the that? Lily Tomlin is great, but Fonda is just absolutely <laughs> terrific in this thing. Fonda, oh Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. Fonda, yeah, I thought you were talking about the guys, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Well, she plays yep. a bitch. And- oh. Well, that's, that's right up her alley. Yeah, kind of. I mean, she has that edge to her, but she's yeah. She's got but a she under. I mean, both pinning. of them. Yes, I like Lily Tomlin too. I think this is just—they're just all great. Yeah. Good pro. Anyway, so I just 
Is, is that Netflix or Amazon or what Netflix. is that? It's Netflix. Netflix. It's Netflix. interesting to see um, uh, Martin Sheen in this character yeah. uh, uh, juxtaposed to West Wing, where he's the yeah. president of the United States and totally. Correct. Yeah, it's just a West Wing. Yeah. yeah. But remember I mean, that movie? Certain, he did a movie you know, years a ago. Of where he played affect, affectations. Where mm-hmm. said, okay, that's more of a, a, a stereotypical yeah, yeah. gay affect, but it's not. It's not. Over the top. There's nothing over the top Correct. here. Every once in a while, it's a little, okay, I get it, but. Yeah. It's good. It's it good. Is. Couple, you come yeah. in laughing about it on a regular uh, basis, so like it must it. be yeah. well. I like it. I oh, my God. Who told me to watch it? Somebody that here. That is no. regular. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait, Michael. It oh. gets funnier better and, and better and, and better really? as you go on. Because the first five episodes, you don't like them. I'm just in two. No. I'm just on right? number three. And then you. Oh my God! And what's her name? And, oh, Catherine O'Hara, or whatever right. her name is. Her name is Moira. That's how I came to show her. Right. Her, yeah, uh-huh. her clothes alone. A scream. Oh, I know. And the wigs and the what? It's a hysteric. All right, you got any trivia there? I do, Sport. Jim. What do you got? It's that fifty-fifty thing. We're gonna go around to oh, the person. Oh, I know that. I like this one. Yeah, We're yeah, gonna yeah. start with Moira. All right. Who makes more, the governor of California or the president of the United States? Uh the. President of the United States. That is correct. Right. Which is higher, Jim, the population of the city itself, city of Orlando, or the city of Tampa? Oh. oh that's a tr- I'll say Orlando. Tampa by almost 100,000. Wow. Michael, which came first, the completion of the Empire State Building or the Wizard of Oz? Uh, oh. The completion of the Empire State Building. By then. six years, that's right. correct. Pinkman, what is uh, which has a higher population, Rhode Island or Alaska? Rhode Island. Rhode Island, nearly double. <laughs> Jack, true or false? Most Eskimos have refrigerators. <laughs> true. It is true. It's to stop their uh, food what? from freezing. <laughs> Food that has to be kept cold, they can't leave out. They have to put it, yeah, and so it won't freeze. Who was born first, Moira? Was Shakespeare or Christopher Columbus? Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus by 100 years. Which, Jim, who is older, Sharon Stone or Moira? Moira. I'm sorry, Sharon Stone. No. The second one. I it's oh, sixty. And Moira is considerably why are you younger than Dougie's that. Dougie's number one. Jack, yeah. uh, uh, J- uh, Michael, which sells more per year, Big Macs or Whoppers? Mm. Oh, Big Macs. Whoppers by a lot. Oh my oh. God! I never would. It's their main. Them. That's all they sell. No, which right, uh, which is uh, Pinkman? Which is larger, San Francisco's Golden Gate Park or New York Central Park? Central Park. Golden Gate Park. Oh, four, stupid Golden Gate. Four times. <laughs> Ooh, finally, another one. <laughs> Jack, who sold more records, InSync or the Backstreet Boys? Ooh, Ooh. InSync. Backstreet Boys, the biggest selling uh, wow. boy group Don't in the world. We're crumbling here, team. We're crumbling. We're gonna, that's it. But we're going to oh, save good. our last one for Jim. Yeah, Are there more pet cats in the U.S. or dogs? Oh, jeez. Uh, believe it or not, it's cats. It is cats. Thank you. Oh, people and tend to own note. four or five. Yeah. And on a high note, right, Quickly, guys, what are you up to? You're still writing? Is that what you're you going back into the... Yes, well, I'm going to... Tonight, we're doing a preview of Monorail Inferno at the... Uh, oh, tonight's the big teaser shows for Fringe uh, Gym. Yeah. Down at Orlando Shakes. 7 o'clock is the uh, All Audiences show, and 9 o'clock is the Mature Audience show. Okay. Uh, we'll be doing our performance in the Mature Audiences show mm-hmm. at 9 at Orlando Shakes in the Orange Venue. 
I only have two more remaining performances of Animatronicans. Tonight, there are about 25 tickets available at the door. Have $20 cash in your hand, and we will get you in. I promise you. Mm -hmm. So come on down. And then Saturday night, which is close to selling out, you can go online to uh, animatronicans.com and get your tickets there in advance. We also have a new Wednesday night. Miss Sammy and I are doing a brand new Wednesday night game night at the Hamburger Mary's. I'm back. What? Hey. Oh, Six weeks hiatus. Wow. We Return do a little newlywed duck. game. We do a little trivia. We do a little all sorts of stuff. It's a lot of fun with Miss Sammy and I. We're a good team together. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for Monday Movie Review. Thank you. <laughs> this has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review. With Wanzi and Doug. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, will join us at the top of the hour. First things first, the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A game collector in Georgia found drugs inside the game cartridges he purchased. That's what we call an expansion pack. <laughs> Am I right, my brothers? <laughs> Next, a brewery in Pennsylvania is now brewing a donut beer. At last, a beer that cops will drink. I'm sorry please don't arrest me. Finally, a fleeing suspect left his ID in the car he was running away from. Well, it's time for him to shave his head and change his name. Or get a wig. The possibilities are endless. Like a fugitive makeover. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. That's right. If you want to refinance a home you're in or you want to buy a new home, how are you going to pay for it? You get a mortgage. You don't have to go to the banks. There's a better way. We are not the banks.com. They're better than the banks. They're a direct lender and their mortgage is made easy, can close in 30 days in most cases. What do you want to do? You want to you, in the military? They specialize in VA loans. If you've had credit problems in the past, they can still work with you. If you have good credit we are not the banks.com can get you a loan with great rates. You want to finance a mobile home? They can help as well. Are you self-employed? They have a special loan program for people who are self-employed. Brad Siebert and his team, they do a great job. Services second to none. Go online, find them at we are not the banks.com. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin 407 916 1041. From the. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right, you've got that right. The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever excited host, Jim Phillips! Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Melissa. Danny is the backup. I will head to the soundproof booth. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? It is a four-pack of tickets to local brews, local grooves at the House of Blues, the ultimate craft beer and music festival. House of Blues Orlando on Saturday, April 28th. Tickets are on sale now. You can visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info on that. And it's cool local music and obviously local beer as the name denotes. Thank, thank you. you. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. Doctor, no, really. Doctor. No, doctor. thank you. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. That's the prize. We have a player. Her name is Melissa. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, how are you? I'm well, and you? Good, thank you. What do you know about Hong Kong? <laughs> Ooh, next to nothing. Hong Kong is in China. 
Hong Kong is in China is the name of the category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's facts and figures about Hong Kong in reference to this. Hong Kong is in China. Are you ready? <laughs> sure. Okay, a category about Hong Kong. We're going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. Only 426 square miles, Hong Kong is the fourth most densely populated region in the world. To the nearest million, how many people live there? 25 million. It came under British control at the end of the first Opium War in 1842. In what year did it revert to China? 1938. One of the most recognizable faces out of Hong Kong is Jackie Chan. How old is he? Jackie Chan. Um, 82. Life expectancy in Hong Kong is the seventh highest in the world. Rounding up, what is the expectancy rate for females as of 2017? 89. Using buildings taller than 500 feet as the definition... There are over 1,200 skyscrapers in Hong Kong. Where does it rank among all cities in the world? Uh, 50%. No. Time. Uh, how many I, I top 50? on some of those. That, no. Yeah, no, yeah, but where does it rank? <laughs> where does it so, rank? So what number out of all the, the cities in the world for skyscrapers, how does it rank? What, oh. What number? Um, First, second, third, tenth, fifteenth, twentieth, fiftieth, hundredth? What do you I like? I said 50th. 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 Oh, you said okay. 50. I didn't understand it then. Well, she I said 50% percent was different. Yeah, yeah okay. Oh, okay. you know. You're all good. Don't worry. <laughs> Melissa, I stopped, I stopped the clock long ago just for you. <laughs> all right, good luck. going to put you on hold. going to bring Jim back in. I see Moses' his way He's in. He's moseying. Yeah. Turn of the dog. Eating the dry matzah. He's not eating dry matzah. Now, yeah, matzah. where's the butter? Somebody left <laughs> it out over the weekend. Some butter. It wasn't me. You're the last one to leave. No, the cleaning people are the last ones to leave. They're not eating matzah and butter, are they? You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Jim, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Category for you. Yeah, you got plenty of rest over the weekend. You're ready to begin a I new did. a new week of closest to the pin. Yes, sir. Trying to uh, continue your winning streak. Mm-hmm. Not even know. I don't remember if you won on Friday or not. Of course I did. No, you weren't did here you? on Friday. Aha! <laughs> Take that. Put him down for a win for Friday, Mom. No. Okay, Jim, Brad yeah. sent this, co-producer for All Gaming, and the name of the category is? Hong Kong is in China. Hong Kong is in China. Facts and figures about Hong Kong. Yeah, okay. okay. Sure. Going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. Only 426 square miles, Hong Kong is the fourth most densely populated region in the world. To the nearest million, how many people live there? 12 million. It came under British control at the end of the First Opium War in 1842. In what year did it revert to China? 1976. One of the most recognizable faces out of Hong Kong is Jackie Chan. How old is he? 70. Life expectancy in Hong Kong is the seventh highest in the world. Rounding up, what is the expectancy rate for females as of 2017? 80. Using buildings taller than 500 feet as the definition... Yeah. There are over 1,200 skyscrapers in Hong Kong. Right. Where does it rank among the cities in the world? Six. Okay. All right. We got your time. Well, it was a little confusing, but we're moving along. Yeah, we got your time. We got Melissa's. But, Jim, I'm adding five seconds to your time. She had a difficult time. No, she's good. All right. 
and you're good as well. Your time is now recorded. Five seconds, that's your handicap. Oh, that sure. is now added to your time. Right. And we take ten seconds off of Melissa's time, and it's, ooh, it's, ooh. it's a close one. Ooh. Hong Kong is in China, thanks to Brad <laughs> for the category. Right. So it's very densely populated. Yeah, a lot of people. How many people were rounding to the nearest million? Yeah. Melissa said. 25 mil. Oh, my God. I did say 426 square miles, right? You did. And Jim said. 12. 7 million. Jim gets the point. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's actually uh, 7.4 million Hong Kongers. Hong Kongers. That's what you call them, Hong Kongers? Hong Kongers. I don't think that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so here we go. Uh, excluding the Japanese occupation during World War II, it was under British control, Hong Kong, until what year did it revert to China when uh, I, that's about the same time, I believe, we got this. Hong Kong is in China. <laughs> uh, yes. about, China. The, about the same time. Uh -huh. So what year did it revert to Chinese? Mm. The, uh, Chinese. I'm Melissa said. 82. Jim. 70. 1990. No, 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 I'm sorry. I, I skipped a year. Sorry, I skipped a question. What? Melissa said. Melissa said 1938. Jim said 76. 1997. Okay. Jim, Jim gets, gets that point. point. Yeah, sorry, I, I went ahead. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jackie Chan. This is where I had. Yeah. Uh, shares my birthday what? with Russell Crowe, myself, and Jackie Chan, uh, and, and, and Punch and George, mm -hmm. and Wayne Sysock, the photographer. Oh, boy. So, how, and the caller from last week. Oh, oh, yeah, that guy. So, how old is Jackie Chan? Melissa said. 82. Ooh, Jim said. 70. 64. Jim is closer. It's 3 nothing. Oh. But it's not over. No. Life expectancy for women. They actually, uh, in Hong Kong, seventh highest in the world. So for females, what's the life expectancy? Melissa said. 89. Jim. 80. 88. No way. She's Melissa's fun. on the board. Yeah, they live a long time in Hong Kong. Yeah, it's only 82 for men. Haha, mm. mm -hmm. uh -huh, losers. Yeah. Yep. I think that's higher than it it's is. It's a score. Uh, three to one. <laughs> yeah, three to one. Here Showed we go. Me. Yeah, even if you tie it up, I got you on time. Mark that down as a win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying. A building. I've been playing this long enough. I know the strategy. A building taller than 500 feet is a skyscraper. Mm -hmm. There wow. are wow. 1,223 wow. skyscrapers in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Where does that rank among all cities in the world? Melissa said. 50. Jim. Six. Number one. Oh, Jim wow. is closer. Jim gets a point. Jim wins the game. I'm so sorry, Melissa, but Are that's really? the way the cookie crumbles. Not really. I'm the champion. Oh. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't Oh, lose. boy. I win. Oh, boy. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Hong Kong is in China. Oh, you got that right. Who was that? I can't remember her name. Is it Muriel? No, it's no, not Muriel. that was the laugher. No, I can't remember. Then you had name. Chantal. Oh, Chantal. It wasn't Chantal with the Nazis no. in the field. This yeah. woman uh, oh, used to call in all the time. Bless her heart, and Hong she's Kong a little China. squirrely. Absolutely. She got hit by a car on 192. That Ooh. wasn't Chantal. No, it wasn't no, Chantal. No, because she came in with her son. I remember yeah, that. I don't know what happened to her either. Mm. These are callers from the 90s from the Phillips file. Yep. We've been around a while. We call them beloved callers from yeah. the 90s. I remember when. Uh -huh. I, remember, I remember this woman. Pepperidge mm -hmm. Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Hong Kong is in China. Hong Kong. She wanted to make sure we knew that. Yep.
Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, let's see what else is happening. What you guys were up to over the weekend. Jack went to the Eagles and Jimmy Buffett concert. Did they look like old people? Hey, they... What is this uh, Far Cry 5? What is this all about? Oh, oh, bro. Now, first time I've heard about it. You know, not my generation, but Kanek comes in today. He's talking about On it. and on and on. Please. This, this is the sales director for Real Radio. <laughs> Got a lot of he time is the on sales hands. manager, and I was shocked. I'm like, "Who are so you?" So Far Cry Five. It's the hottest game on the market right now, sir. You are. It's in Montana, and you are a deputy that goes there to an, arrest someone. Oh, like a Kind of, I guess. It's modern day, and then you get trapped, and then you kill a bunch of cult members. Oh boy, you wouldn't understand. No, I don't. Certainly don't. He's got me this close to ordering the game. You should order it right now, bro. He called you, bro. It's okay, we're talking about video games. Yeah, it's a cool gamer thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't understand. No, speaking, I certainly don't. Speaking of cults, they started to watch that Wild Wild Country on Netflix. You oh. know, the one that I think Fritz is, loves it. Yeah, he's obsessed with sex cults. Yes. <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> it's about, it's uh, six parts, and it's a documentary on this cult that uh, became moved from India and became established in Wasco County, Oregon. Hmm. The followers of the, the name Bogman Bogman Shri Rushnish. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they get naked a lot. Well, that's not a bad thing, is it? Yeah. So you know, it's just that you know, it's that that cult mentality. Where you can see it on their faces sometimes. Like, ooh, ooh, you know, it's like that blank stare and that 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 look of everything is beautiful and. You don't no. like that free spirit thing? Are they really oh, free? free spirits? I don't know if they're free. Oh, I if see what you're saying. If you're in a cult, I'd... yeah, they're just following the words of yes, this. Yes, and, yes. Goes, you know, yeah. Come on. What's your racket, bub? You know, <laughs> Jim, you just want to be around a lot that of sound, naked ladies, naked, naked Na- women. Naked women? No. Yeah. Yes. Can I jump back a sec? Uh, Real Mobile 77031. Uh, uh, we messed up again. Carmen? Carmen, yeah, no, Carmel, Carmella, Carmella, it was Carmella, Carmella, Carmella. Points. One person texted Carmen. Someone else says Carmel, but it was Carmella. It was Carmella. Carmella was was around when uh, John Alexander was my producer. The first few years of the program, yeah, she'd call up and Carmella. This was Carmella. Hong Kong is in China. That's Carmella. Is that the same as? Absolutely. Yeah, that's Carmella. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, tragically, she was uh, struck by a car, I believe. Killed? Crossing, yes, 192 oh. and down in uh, Kissimmee. I didn't remember her demise. I remember her son notifying us. Because uh-huh. I think there was a point where we said, whatever happened to Carmela? Anyway. Mm. Oof. She was an institution on this program for a while. Yeah, yeah it was Carmela. Forgot all about that. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Don't forget that Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, is coming in. A lot of talk today about the Comey interview, the James Comey interview. Then there's a lot of talk today because of the court uh, oh, hearing yes. in uh, in federal court in New York. This is where Michael Cohen, uh, President Trump's fixer slash attorney, his attorneys were in there trying to argue that the documents and tapes and whatever seized during the FBI uh, raids uh, should not be, uh, you know, that they should have the opportunity to help decide what tapes the FBI or no. documents the FBI should be able to look at. 
I don't know whether that was decided. That I believe what? it has been decided. I believe, yeah, that their attorneys are allowed to, to get the tapes. I think the government has to turn over the information to Cohen's lawyers. All the information gathered in the raids? I don't know if it was all, but it said I believe they won. Whatever they were arguing today, I believe they won. So we'll see where it goes from there. But it, be, it was divulged that the third so-called person, secret person, um, client, third mystery client. I don't know if he's really a client, but the third mystery person was, in fact, uh, Fox News uh, Sean Hannity. Now, why is that? I don't know. Of note. Well, it's of it's a well it can be of note. You know, when information did was passed on to Sean Hannity from quite possibly the president that could be a that could be viewed as quite possibly an obstruction of justice charge if Hannity used particular information. To, uh, that he had from the White House to obstruct an investigation. I guess you could go that route. Now I think at least that's a question. Now you know why Sean Hannity was so over the top outraged when they when they went into Michael Cohen's office, home, and hotel because he knew, having consulted with Michael Cohen and having had Cohen counsel him about something, that maybe some of the stuff they took out of there had to do with himself. Correct. So now his news reporting and his hosting of his program on Fox, his out complete and utter outrage about the FBI going into Cohen's domicile is is totally self-serving. Correct. So there is that's why I think it's of interest because you realize now that Hannity may not have been this outraged if his ass wasn't on the line. Well, Hannity of course has led the charge at Fox. You know, when it comes to the Mueller investigation, and as Mo said, made all this noise after the search warrants were served on Michael Cohen at his hotel, his office, and at at his home. Mm -hmm. And uh, one could also surmise, or at least ask the question, you know, was information being forwarded from the Oval Office to Hannity through Cohen to, to block Mueller's investigation or any investigation, which I would be, I think might be tantamount tantamount to an obstruction of justice charge. Another obstruction of justice. I mean, I guess, you know, if the president said, you know, God was in contact with Sean, said, hey, can you help me out a little bit? We know that we're, and we know what Fox Fox News is all about, especially at night. I guess maybe there's... And please stop reporting that Sean Hannity is a news person. He's not a news anchor. I saw somebody report that he news MS- anchor. MSNBC, Sean Han- MSNBC was reporting. It's like stop it, it's NBC not a news, news or something. Like stop it. He's host of a program on yes. Fox at night. He is not a news anchor. He's nope. not sitting there reading the news. You know, he's, reporting on the. He's no know. Lester Holt. Oh no. Just saying. He's no Edward R. Murrow. Certainly not. He's putting He's, on some pounds, too. It must be Edward Sean. Armaro. Seen Sean lately? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, you I know, mean, I've seen him online. You get nervous, you start eating. He's not You know, it goes. You just start start chowing down on a lot of stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah, his collar's too tight. Maybe he's got a high-salt diet. Maybe. Got a thyroid condition. I don't know. Maybe it's a goiter. It's the Phillips file on real... What? A, huh? A goiter? Goiter. Yeah. yeah you That's what they think in the neck. 
Yeah, but that can, because of your pituitary gland, yeah, it's that can up. be affected one way or the other, I guess, by too much sodium or not enough sodium. Not Very enough cool. iodine. Oh, is that it? So there you go. And mm. before you know it, a you goiter. Got, yeah, that you got the handy goiter. <laughs> now, we don't know if he the has a goiter. Just didn't say that he had a goiter. You just called it a handy goiter. What I'm does that mean? I'm allowed to ask a question. Does Sean Hannity have a goiter? <laughs> okay. I also learned never, today. I know he never got waterboarded for charity no, like he promised not. in 2009. Come on, Sean. Time to get wet. It's the Phillips oh. File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips file for a uh, Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney of laws with us. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Lots of uh, news counselor as it relates to the Michael Cohen story out of federal court in uh, Manhattan, all related to the Oval Office, of course, separate from the Mueller investigation. Uh, I liken this to uh, to uh, Elvis Presley, 1968. You said, how does. Yeah. So what do you think? What's the latest? So, what's the latest you have? There's, there's differing today. accounts coming out from various news organizations about what the judge has ruled in this particular case. Number one, the judge ruled that uh, clients have to, their identity has to be revealed if they want to make a claim to the information. If you want to make a claim of, of attorney client uh, privilege, then uh, you can't keep these clients secret. Is that correct? As far as the significance of the newsworthiness of the, the hearing, that's probably one of the minor points. The, the most important point is that the judge denied the Trump team's request for a temporary restraining order to prevent, um, to protect, I guess, what they claimed were allegedly documents protected by attorney-client privilege. So that temporary restraining order was denied. Uh, the Trump team's attorneys were essentially, and this is the, this is the weird conundrum that it was, is you had the Trump's team's attorneys essentially arguing that the Justice Department couldn't be trusted. Of course, this is the Justice Department that of which Donald Trump is the chief executive for the, the country and the uh, the same Southern District where he actually met with personally the U.S. attorney and appointed him. Uh, so that's an awkward position to be in. Um, the other The other issue was dealing with how to handle potentially privileged documents. And part of the argument what dealt with the potential appointment of a special master. And the special master is somebody that would come in and go through the process of determining whether certain documents or evidence was protected by attorney-client privilege. So that's something that may happen. One of the other rulings from... Can I stop you and ask you a question? Sure. Can you claim attorney-client privilege if you've never actually paid to retain such said yes. attorney? Yes. If you just went to someone for counsel, yes. just for a chat it up, right? Mm -hmm. You had drinks, you had dinner, you talked to somebody mm -hmm. about whatever. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and you didn't pay them a retainer. You there's didn't no pay. contract. There's no. No. no the, the, you can still so claim attorney-client attorney privilege. Yes. That's a, he's a client of mine? Yes. 
So what wow. happens is the moment Boy, that there a would stretch. Yeah, really. Well, I mean, imagine how many people would be affected if you didn't have that. I mean, you know, there there are So you and Jim go to dinner, you talk over dinner. Uh, then there's some controversy. You can claim attorney-client privilege? Yes. Yes. Why? He's not your client. Well, if we're ta- if he's seeking my legal counsel and there's an expectation of confidentiality, then it would trigger at that point. And that's designed because you might go ahead and interview an attorney. Imagine you go ahead and interview an attorney right. yeah. for a case. Yeah. Right? But you don't hire him. Correct. But you you go ahead and have a right. consultation. Okay. And then the guy you're up against goes and, and, and retains that same attorney. Aha. Uh-huh. So you have but first shot at it. But if, you're si- if a client is sitting, let's say somebody's sitting down with uh, you for dinner and mm-hmm. uh, you're just having a, in the midst of a conversation, right. just information is being passed back, back and, and forth. forth. Well, no. no, he's not asked. No, no counselor. Can I ask you for some advice? None of that takes place. Yeah. But you are privy to information that might be a uh, lead to uh, or somebody's admitting to down. a legal yeah. entanglement or Mm-mm. or what it, you're not covered. Not are you? That's not protected. That's it's not, about okay, that's not there's got to be an expectation of some type of attorney client relationship or seeking gotcha. counsel. Jim calls me and he says, hey, you know, Steve, can I get your advice on something? I'd, I'd really like to hear your opinion on it. that. That triggers attorney-client privilege. But we're just – you just start you know, giving me information, and we don't have any discussion about me giving you advice. You're right. not meeting in my office. Or not you're not calling me and telling me, hey, we need to talk about something that you know, I might need your advice on. That's not covered. So how did Sean Hannity's name come up in this hearing today? You know, I don't – as far as a criminal investigation, it's really irrelevant. The only part that that – the only issue there is whether that threatens the credibility of his commentary on these issues up and up to date and whether that threatens the credibility of Fox's uh, position as yeah, in, in, in the news world because it's a, a potential conflict of interest that wasn't disclosed previously. That's the only relevance. From the criminal yes. investigation, it doesn't matter. Let me, let me ask you. Let's say Michael Cohen has a tape. Sure. An audio tape. Mm-hmm. And the audio tape is of uh, Sean Hannity, or he has an audio tape of the president. Mm-hmm. The president's telling uh, Michael Cohen, hey, I talked to Sean Hannity, and uh, Sean is going to uh, you know, go with this particular storyline, mm-hmm. and, uh, <clears throat> and, and, and it amounts to, uh, to obstruction of justice, where the, where the president of the United States is asking for the assistance of Sean Hannity to, to dish out a storyline essentially trying to assail the investigation of Robert Mueller or anybody else looking into this. Would, could that be tantamount to an obstruction of, of justice charge? All right. Let's talk about that a little bit, because I think it's important for people to understand the difference between this investigation and the Bob Mueller investigation. They are two different worlds. The federal one in New York. Yeah. So one of them is in the Southern District in New York. Uh-huh. Now, you have to understand that this Southern District is probably one of the most respected institutions in the world. Correct. They don't call it the Southern, they call it the Sovereign District. It's the toughest federal district in the United States. And the particular department conducting this investigation is extremely insulated and has done a number of public corruption investigations against very high-profile individuals on both sides of the aisle. They have a reputation for being nonpartisan. So this is not the same world, and their investigation has nothing to do with the Russian invest with the Russian collusion probe, it. and it has nothing to do with the obstruction of justice. Correct. This is a criminal investigation right now of Michael Cohen that is completely unrelated. This is the big time. I understand that, but if it's on, if if there is a tape that exists between Sean Hannity and Michael Cohen, 
and Michael Cohen says, you know, or or Sean Hannity says, you know, uh, you know, uh, Michael, I'm going to talk to the president and, uh, you know, I talked to him down at Mar-a-Lago and I'm going to do everything in my power to throw that Mueller investigation you know, even if I, you know, if I have to throw, throw a out, monkey wrench, in. yeah, throw out, uh, you know, lie and cheat and, you know, me, I'll Make do whatever I have stuff. to do to protect sure. the president. That's not that wouldn't be tantamount to obstruction of justice. If there's a tape. Well, A, that's not what they're investigating. But B, I, I don't know the, how the commentary of a journalistic news opinion no. figure relates to the no, rest it's not of it. what they're investigating, no. but, the, but they, but this is, this is a district attorney's office that has different, you know, divisions where they say, well, okay, well, it's not ours to investigate, but we'll throw it over to That's Sh- right. Joe Schmo down the hallway. And that could, that could, that could potentially play a role in that investigation. I'm just wondering how this is all. I don't know. I mean, from the media standpoint, because I'm in the media, I'm just interested, and I can't stand Hannity, especially so, when he promised to get waterboarded for charity in 2009, and he never did that. I'm still on his case. Every opportunity I get, I tweet that out. Here's an, interesting, on, here's an interesting headline. Sean Hannity, Hannity was apoplectic over the FBI raid of Michael Cohen, period. Yeah. Now we know why. Because he doesn't name- matter for this, though. I mean, he's a red herring. He doesn't matter in this investigation. He's it's exciting, it's interesting, but but it doesn't matter to the potential threats that this investigation poses he to matters. the Trump administration. He would, he would matter if he admitted that he was involved to try to uh, to screw up the investigation, the Stormy Daniels investigation or the McDougal investigation. But that you know his. His First Amendment commentary can't impede an investigation like that. It can influence public opinion. It can sway public opinion. But can it directly impact the participation of witnesses or the conduct of law enforcement? Very unlikely. Well, you don't know what else he might be. He could have been up to. That's true. But this investigation is really going to be focusing. So I want to back up a little bit. This investigation is huge. So what? What? what one of the biggest issues here is that this investigation of Michael Cohen has been going on for a very long time. And this is the culmination of that investigation. Several months at least. That's right. And when the government went ahead and seized the evidence, they seized 10 boxes of documentation and then they also copied hard drives and uh, and soft data on the spot. Right. And one of the significant rulings by the court today, as reported by a, you know, a few different outlets, was that the court ordered the Justice Department to go ahead and give the Trump team and Cohen's team copies of the documents that were seized. Now, that doesn't relate to, that doesn't matter with respect to the hard drives because they've already got the hard drives still. They know exactly what's on those, but that will matter with the boxes that, you know, were, were seized. Yeah, yeah, because those are gone. So they're going to have that. And then what will happen is they're going to have to parse back and forth about which of these documents are protected by attorney-client so privilege, like which the are. the judge is not saying, you got to give back what you seized. No, no. They just got to show them what you got. Essentially, you got to show or make copies and provide them with what you seized. One of the other significant uh, takeaways from this hearing is that Cohen has not only been under investigation, but has been under surveillance and wiretap. Correct. And that's also a big, big deal. But... Really, this investigation focuses on potentially a it's a much more threatening investigation. That, in fact, there was an article written by a former prosecutor in the Southern District, um, Andrew McCarthy. And the article is called The Real Investigation. And what's significant about this is 
Um, I, I read it because I was reading the New York Times uh, kind of take on this. This is an article in National Review written by Andrew just McCarthy. Three different publications. You just threw. Three. I, I, you, you got, you you got me confused, and I was trying to follow. Well, let me back let me up. ask you a question. Sure. Is he going to? Will he be disbarred? Michael Cohen? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think his problems are way, way larger. Yeah, but than that, that wasn't the question. Answer. My question was, he will be disbarred. If there's a bar grievance filed what do you against think him, the probably chances he will turn. And they all say that he would he would jump off a building for Donald Trump. To which other people say that's fine until prosecutors say, "Guess what? You will spend the rest of your life behind bars." What about your wife and what about your family? Who comes first? What do you, in your experience, what happens? So they do, usually do they fold when it comes down to that? When you start thinking about your family, as so, opposed to everybody knows that Donald Trump will turn on you if he has to, right? So, well, I mean, Michael, you're, Cohen, I'm hearkening- Michael Cohen or not. If he's not loyal to Michael Cohen, why is why is Michael Cohen, when faced with losing his vocation and losing his freedom, why would he be loyal to the president? You know, that's an interesting question because I'm I remembering that that Comey interview last night where he talks about that that loyalty being part of the the Trump Trump's loyalty, mentality yeah. and and that kind of that it's akin to mob bosses the investigators. Yeah, well, guess what? He's Sammy the Bull, and Sammy the Bull turned on the turned on the mob Here's bosses. Here's what's going to hinge upon the same thing's going to happen with Michael Cohen. Sooner or later, he's going to say, "That's it, man. I am not going to Leavenworth for the rest of my life. Right. I'm just not doing it." Once he gets his ass in a sling, he's not good. He's going to start singing like a canary. I agree. Well, here's what I think. I think it hinges upon whether independent charges could potentially be brought against him in state court because Trump has the Trump card. He can pardon him. Not in state court. That's right. So if there's potential criminal charges that could be brought in state court, then he's much more likely to flip. If, on the other hand, his conduct really is limited to violating federal, federal law, yeah. then he then it's less likely because he knows there's a guy there that can pardon him at any moment. The pres- uh, if that happens, if that house of cards begins to fall, this president will be impeached. I, I have no doubt about this whatsoever. Starts firing people, pardoning people, yeah, doing all of that. Let it's, me take a little break. Nah. Stephen Kramer, turning a law, is our guest. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You are listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio. I know a lot of people out there would rather watch The Voice or whatever the case might be, but I'm telling you right now, this whole Mueller, uh, Michael Cohen, Sean all these investigations, Sean, yeah. this is the you know Stormy oh. Daniels. This is the this is the best show on TV. Uh-huh. You know, you don't have to follow all the you know minutia, but I mean, of, yeah. there is just so much stuff going. On. You couldn't write something like this. No, nobody would. Nobody would believe it. You got. You know, and, the, and there's a very good chance that it will be a porn star who will take down the Trump presidency. Well, that's what this investigation is about. There's no, I don't think there's any question about it now. I mean, this goes into a, uh, an arena and an area where the president of the United States has no defense. The Mueller thing, he can claim it's all politics, it's all Comey, it's all the deep state. But over on the other side with, uh, with Michael Cohen... That's a whole different ball game. Oh my! Whole different ball game. 
of which he has no control whatsoever. You know, he can go to the judge, he can go to sessions, he can get this person fired, that person fired, put this person into place, have Saturday night massacre like they had in Watergate. Uh-huh. That investigation will continue. You can't stop the mm-hmm. investigation. You can limit the investigation by firing Rosenstein and others, but you can't stop the mm-hmm. investigation. But on the other end, when it comes to this uh, Michael Cohen nonsense with Stormy Daniels and all that, there's nothing he can do about that. He well, cannot stop it. And that's what this is about. It's about investigating whether there is a conspiracy by Cohen and Correct. Trump to silence potential whistleblowers, meaning women that Trump slept with right. allegedly, and to shut down their stories. That's what this. That's what they're investigating in the Southern District of New York. What have you been watching on TV? Anything? Oh, oh now to the important stuff. You know, I uh, I would like to take credit if we could pull tape for Wild oh, Wild Country. There we go. And I'm Excuse glad you're me. watching it. What's that? Wild Wild Country. I started watching it. I'm not in love with it. No, it's not. It's not one of those. I feel the same. I don't love it. I like to see. I don't. Even he just know. wants credit for you watching it. Yep. <laughs> no, it was really Fritz talking about it. Where I uh, unbelievable. Oh, you're giving him no credit, no props no, at God, all. I'll give you some credit for it. Yeah, I'm watching it, but I'm not. It's not one of those. God, I can't wait to get back and and start watching that again on Netflix. It's interesting. I don't remember anything about this cult. You know the other show of the moment. It's Roseanne. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I have no desire. Oh, yeah. Why? Ugh. I mean, what a right. You got Wanda politics, Sykes. Wanda Steven, Sykes is politics. Well, it, exactly. It's it's a real take. It's it's about the same discussions that are happening in living rooms across the country. You know, that's families what they keep telling me. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. That's what they that's like what they tell believe, me yeah. or want me to believe. I don't care for her and I don't care for her because she's a conspiracy freak. And, uh, and she's got great writers. Wanda Sykes is head writer, I one just, of the great comedians. I, I just don't want to spend. I you know I watched you know, when Roseanne was on the first time. I watched some of it, maybe a season or two. Kind of liked it, and then just drifted away. I I just don't. Uh, but essentially, I just don't care for her. You know, I read a review that it's great. Man. The the what the review that I read that you might like says Roseanne the revival is great despite its star. And that's because you got people like John Goodman, you got writers like Wanda Sykes, you got other writers like Whitney Cummings and Norm MacDonald, and a talented Ooh. team around And that Laurie Metcalf, is she I would on imagine, it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would imagine, yeah. you know, you say, hey, you have to watch this because this is what this is what American households are talking about all the time. I'm pretty well tied into what's going on current events-wise and politically. I don't need to. Ref- I don't have to revert to Roseanne to be reminded that there that this nation is divided politically. I understand that. I get that. I was talking about that well before Roseanne, you know, started season number two. I started talking about this before Donald Trump was elected president. So it's that. You know, if people need that to kind of come to an understanding that there's a difference of opinion going on in families and in workplaces about. You know, whether you love Trump or hate Trump, I got that. I got that a long time ago. I don't need Roseanne to remind well, that's, me of this. I mean, that's the idea of escapist art versus real art. I mean, that's that's you've got a show here. If you if you want escapist, this, that is not the show. I mean, that show has never been that. That show has always been tried to, has always attempted to be grounded more in reality. 
And and I get it. If you're an escapist, that is not the show. But you know, I think it's an accurate reflection of a lot of Thanksgiving dinners and of, yeah. and of a rift between well, many I, families yeah. and friends. Well, I don't want that Thanksgiving dinner because I find that I find that those Thanksgiving dinner conversations, uh, <laughs> conversations to be held usually by simpletons that have really have no idea about what's really going on in the body politic. They have you know if you if you sat down at those Thanksgiving dinners and said, "Tell me the three branches of government," probably most of them wouldn't be able to tell you. So I don't have any time for that, and I don't have any time for Roseanne. You know, I read, I study as much as possible these things going on, and I don't need need, need Roseanne. Well, this is not highbrow. I know. didn't say that. Mm-hmm. I, I, no, 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 it's not. And I have no interest in lowbrow because that's what it is. It's lowbrow observations about what's happening in this country. Written by smart people. Unfor- well, yeah, because they're writing for they're they're writing for lowbrows is what they're doing. I, I think I give more credit than that to you know a writer like Whitney Cummings or or Wanda Sykes. I think it, I think the 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 greatest aspect and talent in that writing is writing something that is sophisticated but that is understandable by everybody. That something yeah. that is thoughtful respect, but connects emotionally. All due respect, I'll pass on mm. uh, on Roseanne. No desire whatsoever, and probably a lot of it has. Did you? I just oh. I have a disdain for her because of her attitudes when it comes to different. Uh, things that have gone on in this country and uh, and these conspiracy theories that she has. And when some people have these theories, uh, I'm going, I'm not paying any attention to you. Why should I pay any attention to you? Well, you'll be pleased they're, to they're, know. They're complete uh, falsehoods. Did it drop off uh, the uh, yeah. viewership? I mean, she's still got a very strong audience. And it couldn't does. not drop off. But, you know, uh, I mean, I think that she is kind of representative of what many people have in their families. But I get what you're saying. I mean, it makes sense. And I could see that being aggravating. If you don't like those arguments, that is probably not the show for you. I've said it for years. Yeah. You want to look at America? Go to the food court at the mall. That's America. Well, I don't need to go to the food court at the mall. I've been to the food court at the mall enough times to realize that's America. Well, can I just tell you, people are texting me and emailing Asking about the SpaceX launch, it was scrubbed. It won't go till Wednesday, so it's not. It was supposed to go in five minutes. It's not going today. It's not going till Wednesday night. All right, do me I, I did do my instant pot, by the way. Oh, very good for you. But uh, thirty oh, seconds. Did? I want you. I have a homework assignment for you. I want Uh-oh. you to try at least watch the first Uh-oh. Elvis Presley, The Searcher. On I started. HBO. I know. Finish that. You don't it's have good, to go. Huh? To, you don't. Have to, I think it's excellent. Did you watch both already? No. I'm huh. gonna watch the second part tonight. I think. Really? Why yeah. so good? I mean, I've seen a lot of Elvis documentaries, because and I, I love people, them. Most people have in our minds, you know, Elvis fat, jumpsuit, Las Vegas, sweating like a pig, 120 pounds, overweight, blah, blah. That's not until the very, very end, though. Peanut butter and banana. I know, but that's what that's the image of Elvis, and that's not what Elvis was. Well, and that's America. You know, you handsome. take a snapshot of the food court. That's the opinion you're going to get. All right, thank you, Stephen Kramer. But some Kramer. of us are in the know like you and me. Uh, thank you, Stephen Kramer. Thank you very much. Stephen Kramer, Attorney Law, every Monday on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. John Oliver bought Russell Crowe's jockstrap for the last blockbuster video store in Alaska. Well, hot darn. That's just the attraction they need to stay open. Next, a Russian reporter has died in a balcony fall. Da look bro he go to catch butterfly and fall far down not good bro. Finally, a Wi-Fi network named Remote Detonator caused an evacuation at a Planet Fitness. Sure, they're a judgment-free zone except for you do this you dummy. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app, now available on Amazon Alexa. Alexa, play WTKS Orlando. And transmission. 
Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Slipping and a sliding, laying domino. Jennings, that's an old Neil Young song. I do believe the late Waylon Jennings. He had a hard time towards the end. Yeah. Diabetic. Diabetes. Yeah. Had a oh, diabetes. His foot. The sugars. <laughs> It'll get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Waylon. We played that on Sunday morning coming down. I yesterday. heard it. That's why I wanted to play it again. Oh. That's a great tune. 
Well, and Jenny's used to smoke six packs of cigarettes a day. Aye, aye, aye. How do you have time to do that? It's one. It's, you don't stop. <laughs> like Sean Penn. You just don't, you just <laughs> don't full, stop. Full, 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 full. As soon six as one pack, is down, the next I used to smoke two and a half packs a day. And that's and not that was stop. a lot. Yeah. Six, he must have been smoking like three at a time. Seriously. Like, it's like, like the nice, second you, know, you around wake here and around here. It's like the second you wake up and then you fall asleep with one in your hand. Seriously. It's okay. 20 in a pack. That's 120 a day. A well, how day. long does a cigarette last? Smoking a cigarette? You five minutes. Five minutes? Depends on the brand and how fast you smoke. All right. It. Are you drawing on it a lot? I don't know. But yeah, whether it's a lucky strike or whether it's a Virginia Slim. <laughs> Let's go with your average Marlboro Red. How long does it take to smoke a I'll cigarette? I'll say five minutes. But he's experienced, so can we call it three so minutes? 20. Mm-hmm. So that's 12, it's five minutes, that's 12. He's smoking and, 120 cigarettes a day, right? That's 10 hours, one every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for the 10 okay. hours you're awake, from eight in the morning till six at night, every five minutes you light another cigarette. Well, maybe he didn't sleep much either. How okay. did he have all that time to snort that cocaine? Yeah. yeah. No wonder <laughs> he lost his foot. That's why he was able to smoke he so much. He lost his foot because he had diabetes. Oh. Well, he doesn't have time to eat anything healthy. So he's smoking cigarettes. He didn't take good care of himself. No, it doesn't sound like it. Outlaw country, baby. Yeah, except he hated that term. Oh. Regular country, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there is that sound, though. I mean, uh, Sturgill it's has that sound. Kind of twangy, yeah, but it's good. Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. had that sound. Yeah, it's just a manly country, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, with the steel guitar and the Got whatnot. that right, good bass beat. Thank so you very you much. Would. Let's play some PPT, person, place, or thing. Uh, here's the music, and what's the prize? It is a pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on the San Jose Earthquakes this Saturday at Orlando City Stadium. They are riding a three-match win streak right now. This game will be at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are still available. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. All right, that's oh what boy. you can do. Here we I'm go. going. Nick, Me uh, too. ready to play? Nick, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Thing. A thing. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thing. Thank, Thank you, Brad. Brad. What is this thing? All right, here we go. This thing was first introduced in the 16th century, but not officially named until 1666. What? Can you read that again? This thing was first produced yeah. in the 16th century, okay. but not officially named until 1666. Mm. Uh, trebuchet. That's your final answer? Nope. Yeah. Nice Good try, guess. though. You just wanted to say something French, didn't you? Yeah. Shane, clue number two. Oh, boy. All right, Shane. Yes, sir. Some of its varieties remain fully owned, but the most well-known brands are owned by large multinational corporations. I mean, that could be just about anything. It could. Yeah, well. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. South of the border. First, boots. P- what? Boots like, like uh, warship. Final answer. Oh, oh. warships. Okay, warship brand boots. Here we the go, best. Mark. Here we go with clue number three. Did we lose somebody? Yeah, we did. All right, Mark. Clue number three. It's sometimes clear to see that blue can be turned into gold if done the right way. Okay, is it a piece of farming equipment? No, it's not a piece of farming equipment. Sometimes clear to see that blue can be turned into gold 
if done the right way. Some of its varieties remain family-owned, but the most well-known brands are owned by large multinational corporations. Oh, boy. Okay, so corporate, and we're talking about 1663. Wow. Yeah, I don't think first produced 16th century, not officially named. They had no name for this until 1666. Yeah. Don't ask me why. Um, and then what? Well, then the next clue, which oh. is a humdinger. Uh, oh, there's nobody left. I'll give you the next clue. All right. All right, Mark. Here we go. Yeah. All right, but you got to get excited. it here. Okay. Uh, traditionally, clue number four. Traditionally, it served neat, but some prefer lick, sip, suck using salt and a slice of lime. Oh, why didn't you say so? Wait a minute. Served what? <laughs> traditionally, <laughs> it served neat. But some prefer lip, sip, suck using salt and a slice of lime. Come on. Even oh, Mo can get this. Uh, That's your final uh, answer. Come on. Come on, baby. It's a drink. It's a drink. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, duh. And a song by the champs. Uh, tequila. That's your final answer? Yeah, baby. Yeah, tequila. <laughs> Jeez, Holy cattle. Common Bond, Flats, Sunrise, and Slammer. Tequila Flats. Wait. Tequila Flats. Yeah. What does that mean? That's a, uh, as a matter of fact, I believe that was a novel by um, Steinbeck. If it's right, I want nine and three quarters points. Wow, three quarters. Um, the Tequila Flats? It's Tortilla Flats. Uh, oh, you got enough, so I'll oh. take six points. No, you have to give up nine no, and three quarters. No, you have to give up something. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't, Wait. I think Brad may have been thinking of Tijuana Flats. Oh, right. Yeah. Come on, Brad. Nice going, Brad. What was the name of that country singer I heard? I saw Tequila Tequila. No, uh, <laughs> like her name was Tequila Cowgirl or something. Oh, uh, the Te- one that you made us look up with Ted. the yeah, that Charlene Tilton's um, Tequila Mockingbird. Kid. Tequila yeah. Cowgirl. Yeah, Tequila Mockingbird. Ha ha! That would have been a good clue. Yeah, Brad. Come on, Take Brad. Notes. Take notes. Guy goes on <laughs> vacation for two weeks and his brain's all melted. Oh, melted. Well, we appreciate the hard work, Brad. Yeah. He's doing it all for free, yeah, you know, Pinkman. doing it for yeah. free. Yeah, and if he doesn't, you're going to have to, Pinkman. Oh, no. Exactly. And I, he does a pretty damn good job. I didn't mean it, Brad. He's only, <laughs> been, doing, he's only been doing this about 15 years. Carry on. Uh, carry on. What happened to Fritz? What? I don't know. Uh, what he left. Him? Oh, I was going to talk to him about this documentary I've been watching. He, he turned you on to it, right? On the Bachman, uh, Shri, Rajneesh, or whatever his name Bachman is. Bachman Turner Overdrive? No, oh. not at all. No <laughs> comparison whatsoever. Oh. Thanks, Mel, because that was stuck in my head, too. Yeah, no, they all red. That was the thing. They all were. They, they moved red. into this county in Oregon after buying, I guess, hundreds, if not thousands, of acres of property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wear red robes and have a lot of group sex. Ay, ay, ay. Why did it go there? That's what they do. Well, that's, that's how you attract people. I mean, really, what's the point of having a cult if you can't do that? Yeah, or a commune. I mean, Hello. please. That that's all it, the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's... I mean... That's the thing that everybody f- thinks of first when you say commune. Commune. Of, oh, you're into that free love thing. Not that they were grown, you know, lettuce and, you know, making leather works and uh, macrame uh, plant holders. And selling things at the airport. That's the Krishnas. Maybe that's, that's somebody. That's the Krishnas. Oh, the yeah. Krishnas go everywhere. They, they get... don't have free love, do when's they? When's the last time you saw Krishna? Uh, it's been a long not time. A, not too long ago when I went to UCF, they stopped me in front of the student union 
and then gave this whole nice speech and then handed me a copy of the Bhagavad Gita like it was free. Yeah. And then I go to walk away. He's like, uh, we really request a donation for that. I was like, you son of a... Here, take it back. I, yeah. gave it, I gave him like $3. Yeah. It's like that uh, trio of guitar players in Cabo St. Lucas. We play for teeps. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Jim's sitting there, and after about the fifth song, they say, we play for teeps. I go, That's oh, a great okay. story. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. You didn't know. That's yeah, right. because I've never really been... Yeah. I mean, I've, I've dined well, at plenty of restaurants. They kind of strong-arm you. I've always yeah. avoided places where they have a strolling accordion player or a violinist. Oh, the violin. Or like, yeah, it's just like, mm, I don't think so. So, you know, I thought it was just, hey, they're just strolling around. and do not gym. nice? They're part of the entertainment? Yeah, probably the uh, owner of the restaurant's teams. paying them. Uh-uh. So they got you good. <laughs> yeah, because they only had like a 20 peso. How much is that in dollars? Not a lot. Yeah, about two dollars. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. I might be less than that. I cried. I was super embarrassed. I cried when my parents took us out to dinner once, and it was, I guess, an upscale place with a strolling violin guy. Oh, Ugh. you just want to come near. Don't come near. Don't I, come near. I was a little kid. I was yeah. maybe eight or ten, and I'm telling you, I thought, oh, this has got to end. This has got to end. And they were focusing on me for some reason. I don't know if it was a birthday or what. I was so I was mortified. That they kept staying there, and I started to cry, and finally they Because you think everybody's looking at you, because they, they are, are looking, looking at, you. at you. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. my. It was awful. Let's see if she cries. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, I just want, you know, I'm just, I just want to, you know, I just want to have my spaghetti want... and meatballs or whatever it is. I was like, oh, please. Uh, and, yeah. you know, you're halfway through your yeah. whatever. Manicotti. And they stroll over. Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. You're manicotti. I don't how know what is, I was eating. It was an Italian place. How long is this going to go on? Oh, it was awful. I was like ready to shrink down. My brother thought it was funny, funny. Ah, uh-huh. every my parents you're crying. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Eddie. Yeah. Oh boy, he's a pit. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It is kind. Of I've funny. never been comfortable with that. Oh I don't know what no, it no, is. no 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 no! I, I don't think like it's it. because you it's believe that you're now the center of attention, and they're looking at me. I got a big booger in my nose, or something's <laughs> happening. I didn't think that. You know, <laughs> I didn't think that, but oof. Yeah. Hey, look, they're singing to that kid. Oh my God, he's got a giant booger in his nose too. No. Yeah, nerd, birthday booger boy. <laughs> oh boy, where were they? What was that ice cream place they used to come out? And they'd bang the drum and sing. Oh, yeah, used to be yeah, at yeah, the yeah. mall. What Cold was Stone? it? No, no. Uh, they're the ones that like oh, they, chop up the ice. cream. They come out happy, yes. happy birthday, and because yeah. they, they could sing happy birthday because right. they had to pay royalties on no, that. No, they made up. Not their own. So they made their own happy birthday song. And I think, Jesus Christ, every time everybody has a birthday, these poor, these poor Ah, people. ah, 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 I heard, oh, I thought you were going to say. No, these poor people would have to come out and, you know, drop everything. Happy, happy birthday. (laughs) It was an ice cream place? I think so. It wasn't Swans. was it Friendly's? No, it wasn't Friendly's. They did a lot Somebody of of Texas. Yeah. I think it was up at the Altamont Mall. Mm. Wasn't Friendly's. Mm -mm. Was it like Swenson's or Swanson's or? Was it oh, that in was the my mall? Huh? In the mall? I think it was in the mall. As I remember, it was in the mall, yes. An ice cream, like an old ice cream shoppy, like an old timey ice hey, cream shop. you went shoppy. in there for banana split, or you went oh, in I there? See. I don't think it was. Ooh. I think it was basically ice cream, but um, all these big, gigantic concoctions. Oh, not Carvel. Yeah, no, Baskin Robbins. You, you no. wouldn't advise Waylon Jennings to go to. No, not Menchie's. <laughs> it wasn't Italian ice or like Jeremiah's. No, 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 no. Carol's. Ferrell's. Ferrell's. That's it. It was an F. It was Ferrell's. Yes, that's it. 
A lot of people texted that in. And oh, then one see. texter goes, worst job I ever had. Oh, see, they worked there. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, one guy actually had to come out with the big drum, the boom, 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 the one you hit on the side. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, awful. And you're going, you just want to, you just want to turn to him and say, I'm sorry. Please just, go away. I'm, I'm, Please I'm go sorry. away. Please. Please go away. So, you know, but, you know, Didn't that same mall used to have a Wonder Bar, like a German deli? I used to go there all the time. Bologna that Wonder Bologna Bar? sandwiches on rye. Bologna, is it? Bologna. Bologna. The, the best German bologna oh, in fui, town. Fui. By the way, it's Wonder Bar. There's a Wunderbar. <laughs> Wunderbar. The same guy yeah, who used to operate the House of Beef. House. Miliotis. Beef. Chris Miliotis. The Miliotis family yeah, sure. and the son. I think the dad passed away George, a while back, then, but yeah, uh, sure. the son is still involved with the restaurant business. He, and season's 52 for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a small town. Oh, I discovered that the other day, and yeah. I was on the phone with somebody. What are you going to do? Same thing. Going to get out of here. Thanks to Stephen, Stephen Kramer, Attorney Law, for uh, coming by. He comes and uh, shows up every Monday. Thanks to Onesie and Doug as well for Monday Movie Review. We're back tomorrow, Tuesday edition of the Phillips Fund. Gets underway at 3. Right after Shawnee's the news junkie with Sabrina and C. Lane, they follow the f- monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wonder, aimlessly pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash. Bye-bye and take care. is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, boys and girls, you can join the Alliance of American Football as they welcome Coach Steve Spurrier tomorrow night. It's a fan event at Ember, downtown